Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what what's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey, Alfa. Oh, baby. Welcome back into uh, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. This is the Hideout on a Friday night. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is, uh, that is one way you can do it. You can also go through our producer, uh, Tommy Bateman. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. And he will shoot that on over to me if he feels it is good enough, funny enough, or uh, interesting in some way. Just type over to him, hey, Bats. Hey, Tommy Bats. Um, RealRadio.fm is the website you want to go to. Chunks um, is manning the talk and roll controls, and he's the star of that website. He's plastered all over it. (laughs) Yeah, and um, we also had a good talk with him. And we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it a little bit later on. Uh, as for now, intern Putin is handling your phone calls at 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on his singular wireless phones. And intern Hooch, Hooch. is tr- keeping track of everything that we're going to do this evening. Dubs, let's start the show off with the Hideout 7, the seven questions we want to get answered before 11. Uh, first and foremost, uh, which are our favorite heretics? Or Jedi Council members, or where, however we want to uh, um, refer to them as, uh, which ones will be showing up tonight? Because tonight is Friday, and it is the open door policy. So at nine o'clock, we open up the doors of the hideout, and you come on in and hang out and be a part of the show. Anybody who wants to come up, hang out, have fun. Over come 18, on, do it. Over eighteen, please. Yeah, of course. And um, because from what I understand, there are supposed to be some ladies of the night, or strippers. Nice. Who are supposed? I. I, I distinctly remember there being a phone call earlier in the week from a yeah. guy who said he worked at a strip club. And he wanted to bring some strippers up. And he wanted to bring some ladies in. So for, it might happen, might not happen. For the council. Whatever the case, uh, we also have instituted a rule of bring a date. It can be your mom. A mandate? <laughs> but, dudes, you uh, you got to come on up here to what we like. Well, we slowly began as uh, the Jedi Council... Now it's Oz, now because it's, it's just men. Emerald City. A bunch of horny men. Men's folks. Mo. So come on in to the hideout, uh, starting at 9 o'clock. Has Chunks the Perv been dealt with? Uh, last night, and I've got numerous emails. Yeah. Just um, disgusted with Chunks. Last night, it came to light. My cousin, who is here, uh, Peanut, She's a uh, 21-year-old junior from Texas Tech University visiting right now. Mm. Um, she came in uh, to the hideout. 
a little disgusted last night because, as it turns out, chunks went rummaging through her luggage. Particularly when, her underwear. When we were not home. Lucky. Lucky. So, um, it was very tense last night. As you can tell, we're able to joke a little bit about it today. Mm-hmm. We've uh, Everybody's calmed down a little bit. We've had a talk. And we um, management got involved. We'll tell you a little bit more about it, but... There was a whole thing that happened. Chunks is still here. He is still part of the show. And uh, we'll explain a little bit more later on uh, tonight. Um, what's the latest with Skindred? Our buddy uh, Benji will be checking in from Skindred, uh, giving us a call um, sometime in the 8 o'clock hour, I do believe, as they've got a show coming up at the House of Blues on Monday. Uh, the tickets are only t- uh, $10. Wow. If you get them in advance, $12 at the door. You gotta go to that show. It's great. It's so good. And, uh, we saw them out at the, uh, the Real Rock, uh, Earth Day birthday. Earth Day birthday. And they were fabulous. So being able to see them in a venue like the House of Blues has to be great. So that's Monday night. Tickets $10 in advance, 12 at the door. Uh, but we'll be chatting with Skindred later on this evening. Is abstinence the best way to fight the spread of AIDS? We have some answers. Believe it or not, in the hideout, mm-hmm. we know. Um, what does heteroflexible mean? We uh, we found some definitions, and we'll get those to you as well. Um, how do you know if your girlfriend is a bitch? Apparently, there are a couple of things you can, uh, like... A couple s- ways you can tell. Signs. Not that being a bitch is necessarily a bad thing. But if you are, uh, you don't like to have a bitch girlfriend, we can tell you how you can uh, kind of identify it and... Before you get roped in. Um, but if you're not even, uh, some people aren't even concerned with quote unquote bitches. Because, um, the final question is sexuality determined by nature or nurture? Now, Dubs, you found a study. Yes, there's a, a study that they did on fruit flies, which I find to be kind of ironic that they're doing a gay study on the fruit fly. But, uh... Hold on a second. Now, I wonder if this, like... Is there any possibility that this would taint the findings? Well, now that we're saying taint, fruit, fly, and gay all in the same thing, no, I don't think it'll taint it at all. I I mean, I didn't even mean it that way, but I would just say, I just... The irony in that it's a fruit fly is um, just through the roof. (laughs) But, so they did a study on fruit flies, J-Dubs, and what did it say? Well, it came out to be that, uh, no, it's not from nurture, it's from nature. The, uh... The, the fruit flies. Well, the gene for, uh, sexuality. Now like, what, what determines it. Now, what do they say? Don't they say that all of us are made of basically the same genes, but it's a couple of things that put it differently that separates us from being a fly? Yeah. So, I mean, everything is basically the same when you get down to it. You know, and uh, when you do these tests on these smaller, you know, species, it usually tends to uh, come out the same for for humans. Even and if, with the fruit fly, it's nature, not nurture. So fruit flies. Now, one thing I don't know about this study with the fruit fly: <laughs> Do uh, fruit flies even have sex? Right, can I tell you this? The other day, I was fascinated. Are those geckos that are running around everywhere in Central I, Florida? I don't believe they're geckos. I believe they're something else. They're just lizards, I guess. Yeah, they, they keep trying to sell me insurance, so I'm not 100% sure. But I saw... I saw them driving a little car around today. It was odd. <laughs> and for some reason, they were in the fast lane when they should have been in the slow lane. Now, what I find... I actually sat while I was at RDV um, working out, and I saw two of these things humping. 
And I was just, I just sat, because it was outside, but it was right outside the window. I saw one doing the robot. I haven't seen a dancing one yet. But it was getting it on. And so, and I'm just wondering, how does that work? And the dude looked like he was already asleep, like midway through. And I'm like, maybe we're not so different. Maybe we are a lot the same. So any- We're separated by tails, my friend. That's the only difference. And you can pull the tails off those things. Can you? Yeah. Wow. So fruit flies, though, I wouldn't even know. I thought they laid eggs. That's what I thought. You know, I didn't think they were something that uh, had. But if they're doing this, uh, what they're, uh, you know, attracted to, a fruit fly must have sex then. Hmm. Do it fruit fly style. I'd pay for that. I don't know what fruit fly style is, but I want to try it. <laughs> Chunks, come on in here, because I think that's what fruit fly style is. Anyway, chunks does it. It's kind of like salad, but hey. Don't don't, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't flies don't they throw up in their whole thing to throw up? That's my thing. I don't know if it's a flies thing. I, I the, enjoy that. Or is that the way they eat? Remember oh, the Oh god, no more. Remember the fly? Wasn't the whole thing in the movie the fly where they had to throw up on the food and then it would it would turn into liquid and then they were able to suck it up? You know that that does sound familiar. I don't know if it was in the movie The Fly, though, but I, I think I learned that in, like, you know, biology class or something. I don't know. Huh. Earth science or something. Okay, Bateman sent me something about fruit flies. I, I don't think you'll be able to actually read it on the air, even though it's all scientific, but apparently cr- they do. They do have sex? Yes. And that's what's crazy. I was just going to say, this is completely scientific about fruit flies, but I... We can't relay the information to you. Because of the FCC. Because the government does not want you to learn about the fruit fly or their fruity sex. But anyway, so they're saying in this study, fruit flies are indeed. Yeah. Uh, well, at least in the fruit fly, which should translate to the human, that it is genetic. It's not something you learn. You don't learn to be gay. You're born gay. I'm convinced of that now. So, but now let me ask you, so what does this do for all those people who just hate I mean, I don't know what they're going to blame, uh, you know, what what they can say about these guys, these people getting married anymore because this is their nature, you know? I The the rednecks and everything, I don't know how they're going to get around it now and say, hey, you two can't get married. You think it's especially going to affect the rednecks? Oh, definitely. I don't know what excuse they can come up with next. Maybe these gays don't hate their spouses enough to get married. So you're thinking this is a whole gay marriage thing. Yeah, I think in the end, you know, uh, that's what's going to affect it the most. So if we found out that it's scientifically proven that, you can, that you're born gay, yeah, you we should can't, be able to get married. Yeah, we can't hold any rights against them, you know, anything away from them anymore. And this means you feel like this is going to have all the hateful people upset. Well, yeah, and they'll they have to come up with a new reason on why gays can't get married. You know, like, I don't know, like, uh, these gay people, they'll never know the joy. And pleasure of abandoning their biological son. That is true. If you think about it, a guy, the gay person wouldn't be able to do that. But you know what's funny is though that people always find a reason to hate J-Dubs. It doesn't particularly matter. If gays don't uh, are allowed to get married, how can we keep them from being an equal? That's the last thing I want to be is equal with a homosexual. 
homosexual. Oh, I mean sexual. <laughs> Oops. Oops. With that luscious man love that they have. Yeah, somebody told us about a study about human brains. I read this also, too, in, like, Time or something, U.S. News World Report, where pheromones, the way that, like, you're supposed to respond to pheromones, like the way a, a chick would respond to a male's pheromones yeah. in the brain activity, um, the same thing happens for a gay guy to male pheromones. But then whenever they're around women, there's no brain activity. Oh, wow. So they're saying, like, it's a whole biological thing. And you figure if it's to the point where it's biological, then you just do it, you know. Let them get married. Stop hating already. And I don't want my son to be born gay. That gay love. What the hell? Oh, I'm sorry. I got a little off track there. All right, Tommy wants to say something. What do you want to say, Tommy? Uh, actually, this is odd that this came up because yesterday, um, someone I've known for eight years who is like the size of Chewy, but like with huge muscles and Ooh. completely <laughs> not. Tell me more. Well, he came out to me yesterday. <laughs> what did W enter the room? <laughs> he came out to you? Yeah. And it was just very, uh, strange because I, he was someone that. Answer me this. Will he use his hands on me? Um, I don't know if you're his type. But I'm he's, man's type. He's someone... I. The only reason I ever suspected that he might possibly be gay is just because I never heard him really talk about dating any chicks. So does it bother you that he's come out to you? No, but it's sort of like a weird dream. I'm like, wait, Whoa. what? You know, just because I'm so used to not even hear him talk what? about people in a romantic way at all... And now he is. I mean, and he's, he's not, ta- and he's talking about dudes. I mean, he's not getting graphic or anything. Who's but... his favorite dude? I don't know. I didn't ask. Well, how did he know? Like, has he known ever since he was born, or what? He said uh, he knew since he was like six, because he was like following his best friend's brother around, and he didn't quite understand why. But um... well, he wanted his luscious man hands on him. Uh, I don't want to think about that. So do you worry that maybe he's ever thought about you? No. I mean, even if he has, I don't... I mean, he knows. I've thought about you. Who hasn't? I mean, look at me. Right, Peanut? Um, Stop. Stop trying to hetero this bit up. It's not working. Well, are you... uh, Do you feel like maybe you... uh, Like you're going to be there for him in this coming out process? Yeah, and... It, there's even a big possibility <laughs> that it could be making the news and actually starting some sort of media publicity, actually. Is he famous? Kind of. What? Yeah. And so, uh... Give us a scoop. Out him on the radio. Yeah, okay. Damn you. What kind of producer are you? One that doesn't yeah, get some kind of juicy up. gay secret, <laughs> and you will not share it. Well, I said... One thing you don't have to worry about is if it's, like, one-on-one and some guy's, like... Do you want to come over and clean my gun, if you know what I mean? If some guy's, like, hating, like, gonna, like, try and beat you up, you know, you're pretty intimidating looking. And he's like, yeah, and who wants to get beat up by a fag? I hate that F word. (laughs) He's throwing it around left and right now. Maybe he just wants to use the word and he's just pretending to be gay. I don't know. I don't call him that word. I call him lovely. (laughs) Let's take a break. We'll come back. How did your gay character go from being hateful to loving? <laughs> All in the span of seven minutes. If only well, that now that I know, 
that I don't have to be ashamed of my homosexuality. Quick break. It's the Hideout Row Radio. Mm. 104.1. I think I'm the first homosexual redneck. My first batch story has to do with Garth Brooks. Looking back. Stop. And something I call the man dance. Oh, <laughs> And man bags. <laughs> All right. The Welcome back to the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It's FA and Dubs. For a moment. <laughs> Me and him drank some Bush Light. Lit up a Winston cigarette. That you and went at it. Goodbye. And uh, I'm glad I didn't It was my first time, so I told him to leave the through the door. All right, stop already. The way it all But it was homosexual. All right. Uh, 888-978-1041. Star Loving. 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Is that the only character you can come up with, a, a homosexual... Redneck? I didn't come up with him. He came up with me. Thad, you're in the high dad on Road Radio. What's going on, Thad? Hey, guys. You guys are awesome, first of all. And I listened to you guys up in D.C. when y'all came on after the sports junkies and all them. All right. You guys friggin' rock. Thank um, you. I'm having a bit of an issue, and I'm kind of trying to get some advice here. Uh, I'm dating this chick. I've been with her for... I mean, not even like a month or so now, and uh, she was with this dude That's for about problem, two years doing beforehand. Chick. All right. And this chick is still living with a guy, but, you know, they were engaged I'm and interested. stuff like that, and they're just good friends supposedly now. And uh, I don't know, like, uh, we we used to hang out, we used to do our everything, and then, uh, like, as of lately, she hasn't, I don't know, she's been calling me and stuff and then kind of, like, telling me stuff, and I'm I'm kind of upset but I don't know how to handle this. I Dump found her. out that she slept with this dude. All right, so hold, All right, now hold on. Now let's let's try to recap that. So you've been dating a chick for a little while. Yeah. And she had a, I guess, former fiancé? Yes. And now they're, I guess they broke it off when you guys got together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, I, now she's hanging out with him again? Well, I don't know. I can't really pinpoint it, but, um, I mean, she's like, she tells me everything. You know, basically it happens, at least probably what I want to hear. Um, but so she, she does tell you this guy. This guy is trying to have sex with her, and uh, she told him no because she's really not into him anymore. I mean, they fight all the time, uh, and she still lives with him because he pays all her bills and pays all his stuff like that. Um, and uh, anyhow, like he, you know, he tried to jump on her and have sex with her, and she kept telling him no, get off me, this, that, and the other, and. Uh, Penetration started to happen. All right, hold on, clean, well, it, hold on, clean it up a little. So, th- so right. she was, they were together with each other. Uh, they were yeah. hanging out. Uh, yeah. They lived together, and he, and he uh, he forced himself on top of her. She said no. That right. sounds like and, rape to me. And it said, and you said yeah, that that's what I told her. I was like, that sounds like rape to me. And she was like, no, no, it's not rape. He's in love with me. <laughs> what? Can't be rape. I'm like, you're retarded. What are you doing? Yeah, she's retarded. And right. I was like, and she gets pissed off at me. If I, you know, talk to some, I got like some chick friends. I got a lot of chick friends because, 
you know, before I met her, I used to, you know, kind of just meet a bunch of chicks, you know, and talk with them and stuff, and you know, do so whatever. So you, you got a lot of female friends. Now Dubs wants to say, hold on, Ted. Well, this isn't Dubs. This is uh, Randall Buff, your favorite homosexual redneck. All right, I don't. Uh, not, he what, don't I'm, what I'm thinking is, you go to him and treat him like he treated her. Okay, stop. That's not the kind of advice that I want to give out. All right, here's what I say first and foremost. She has to move out of that house, bro. Because if that, I gave her that opportunity, I told her I was like, listen. Um, you know, this is basically the way it is. If you really want to be with me and she tells me how much she likes me and all this stuff, you know, as compared to him. Are, are you guys having sex? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not all the time, but it's... And um, she's not saying no when you do it. What's that? And she's not saying no when you do it. No, she's oh, okay. not saying no when I do it. No. Okay. All right, here's but, um, sure. Basically, what's happening is I told her, like, well, got an alternative... You know, if you really want to get with me, you know, if, there, if we're going to have anything later on, you're going to have to get out of there or kick him out or whatever, you know, because it's not, I just don't feel comfortable with you guys staying together anymore. Right, let me ask you that something. Is, let me ask you yeah. something, Thad. Hold on a second. Are you a good-looking dude? Um, I yeah, so. I'd, I'd say so. Do you have any trouble getting some? Um, no. Here's the thing. Dumper. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know. What? I mean, th this girl's getting... Basically raped the over one at her place. That bothers me about you gotta do something. Getting rid of her real quick is the fact that uh, she does everything. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think she's saying no to the other guy either. I think she's feeding you a line. Uh, here's a, uh, uh, you know I don't look. I don't want to get involved in who and especially when there's something like sexual assault because that's no joking matter. And have you have you talked to the dude, the other guy? Um, just like a little bit. We, I mean, he's always at yeah, work. More than talk I'm to him. Home, and then I'm at work when he's Give at home. And all this other crap. So, right. I mean, I haven't really actually you know, had a chance to speak to him about it. Have you? Have you told? Does she know exactly how you feel? Oh yeah, I told her. As a matter of fact, I talked to her today about it. I would approach him and say, "Hey, man, I have to talk to you about your rape. Uh, I'm not cool with it." Right. I, I, you know what? That and here's the thing. And uh, we actually got to take a break. Thank you for sharing. If sexual assault is involved, then I think you have to report it, don't you? I mean, if you, you have to get her on your side with it, though, or the cops aren't going to be able to do nothing about it. But I wonder... Oh, man, it's The so cops, cops can't do anything unless she says she was raped. All right, 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singer wireless phones. Now, normally, like you said, I would say, just get out, dude. Get out. If she's not moving out with, from the guy, you know. But if there actually is sexual assault going on there, you have to kind of stick around in some... I would I would definitely stop having sex with her and, you know, kind of cut off those kinds of ties, but help her out in some way. Yeah, but, I mean, what exactly do you do? You get something like that involved. Do you go confront the dude? I would say if it comes to that, yeah. I say first you, you try to convince her to step forward about it. But it doesn't. It sounds like he's he, he's like he said that that guy's paying like all the bills and everything. Maybe she's afraid of if I get this guy busted for this, then there it goes. I don't have you know a place to live. I don't have anything like that anymore. That's what's the worst thing about like sexual assault and like dealing with that with like and doing that kind of stuff to other people like mm. women and stuff because it's such a mental thing too almost more than the physical thing it's a mental thing it's just disgusting
But he and he's already because he he the other guy yeah. has the ultimate like power because he's paying for things because she's living there. Yeah, he, she really think. I bet you, I guarantee, if this is going on, that she feels powerless against it. If she does anything about it, you know, she is out of a mail ticket. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Let's help that out. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Because here's the thing that I personally, I don't know if I'm smart enough to handle this. Dubs, I know for sure isn't. But Randall Buff, homo sensual redneck, Mo is ready to help. So maybe we can get some people to help you out. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. It's the hideout. Dump the girl. Come to Randall. Real radio with a four point one. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Friday night weekend in the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is Jay Dubs. 407 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, a guy calling himself Tad said that he's in a predicament. He's been seeing a chick for about a month. Mm-hmm. She is still living with an ex-fiance. He is paying on the bills, this and that. Um... There may have been some sort of sexual assault involved with the ex-fiance, and he's wondering if he should get out of the relationship. I say get out of the relationship and get her help at the same time. If that's going on. Michelle, Michelle, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi. I don't think it's going on. What's not going on? The sexual assault. Do you think that was a, a line fed to him, or...? She's probably saying it, but she's probably looking for somebody else to pay her bills and if she can make him feel sorry for her while she's still holding on to the other guy who is paying the bills i that's but that would be one of the most evil things yeah. to ever do i and i would hate to presume that anybody is doing that you is know? lying about something like that i mean that's i mean because that's like very 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 you know i i i take rape very seriously yeah. and if anybody lies about it i think they should be uh, like uh, prosecuted just like they were a rapist if they're lying about getting raped. Yeah, but, I, but, I agree, but it happens. I mean, she's probably just saying, well, I really don't love him, and I want him to stop, and I don't want to be with him, but I feel like I have to because he's paying the bills. Wow. All right. Thank you, Michelle. That's, that's, what, that's, that's when, if it were a normal situation of a dude and a fiancé together... Uh, or a chicken and a fiance, you know, and then the other guy is almost kind of like, the, you know, he's in the outside, and I would say get out normally. Mm-hmm. But you throw in the whole thing of sexual assault, and it's just, poof, that obviously clouds it up immensely. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones, and I'm with you, Dubs. You don't get out, li- but get her help. Well, yeah, well, uh, you, don't, you don't lie about sexual assault. No. And, and if awful. you do, you should be, it should be a, a harsh, harsh fine for it. But then again, you don't even, like, how do you know whether or not someone's lying? I mean, it's it's always such a tough thing. I mean, when a guy gets blamed with rape, it, it ruins him even if he is uh, found innocent. Yeah, you know? everybody I mean, still presumes. Yeah. Like, even with Michael Jackson, the whole thing. I mean, they, they arrested, you know, uh, they didn't come down with a verdict. But even if he is found innocent... Which, yeah. by the way, did you say? Did you see that um, some of the uh, jur or I guess the prosecutors are now celebrating? Like the prosecutors think they got a conviction. Really? They got big time conviction uh, convictions. 
and they're like, so they've been seen around town celebrating and stuff because they, I don't know if they have inside word or what's going on, but what? Well, maybe they're celebrating because it's finally over. <sighs> that could be too. Dennis, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Hefe and Mr. Dubs? How's it going? Hey, buddy. All right, listen, ironically, and I swear to you guys, this sounds like the same woman I was involved with. <laughs> Whoa. Okay? She lives across the street from me, okay? What happened is that I met her when the police were out there because it was a hit and run, and she came out, she was inebriated, and next thing you know, we're, you know, we were rolling in the sack, and then she told me basically that that's her ex-boyfriend, but she's still living there, and he's paying all of her bills. And it's ironic because this sounds too much like this woman that I know. She's very attractive, and and she and one thing the gentleman said that she does everything. This one does everything. All right, well, okay. This sounds like a racket. This uh, if it's the same girl. I who know? I don't even. I wanna... mean, the odds of there being two girls like this, um, or even just two stories. You know, she is, this girl's so messed up. She might be my dream dream woman. Stand well, she, she does have an alcohol problem. I can nice. tell you that much. Why? Well, I mean, I stop I, turning me on. I, I don't even. But but do you, what what advice would you give to the dude? Okay. Well, he, he needs. To, I left her alone. See, he needs to leave her alone because she's going to string both. She's got the best of both worlds. She's got great, you know, what going on on one end, and then she's got the monetary issue working on the other end. She's never going to leave this guy because see, this, this woman that I'm talking about, he bats her around, and I think she told me that he has attempted on several occasions to engage with her, and she refuses him, and then he bats her around. Oh man, so this it is... has to be the same the same woman. All right, I had no idea. All right, thank you, Dennis. I appreciate the phone call. Maybe we should hook Dennis and Tad up, and maybe they can, you know, find out if it is the same woman. You know, <sighs> and that would clear up a lot if she's running the same racket with other guys. This is sad, man. I can't even believe something like this goes on in real life. Yeah, it sounds see, like soap opera you stuff. You see it on like Springer or something. Yeah. All right, who typed this to me? Putin? All right, this is what Putin says. This is more proof that women are evil. And then he gives me some sort of a, um, like, math problem. Money times time. Time equal money. Women equal money squared. Money equal the square root of all evil. That's thus, the rambling of a lunatic. Thus, the root of all evil squared. Therefore, women equal evil. You were a lunatic. <laughs> Do you realize that, Putin? You, this, I am cutting and pasting this and sending this to the authorities. Or that is illegal. not lunacy. That is pure mathematical logic as to the proof that women are evil. Right, what, are you writing this on your walls? Like you're some sort of schizophrenic? Get, I tattoo it, thank you. Get back on the phones. Beautiful Mind. What was the name of the guy in Beautiful Mind? I can't remember. We start calling you Russell Moe. <laughs> <laughs> That's about to be your new name, Putin. All right, Fonzie. Fonzie, you're in the hideout. Real fast, bro. What's going hey, man, on? that was uh, Professor John Nash in that movie. John Nash. John Nash. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, the, the, two, the two calls before, that just proves she's feeding him a line, you know, and he needs to get out because he don't need that kind of uh, that kind of aggravation in his life, you know. And we all know, we've all met women that are manipulative and evil. I, not, all, not all of them are like that, but... The ones that are give the other ones a bad name. All right, now here's the thing, too, Fonz. It's so it's so tough to say. I don't want to make this into a woman bashing thing because let's be honest. Well, let me give him a little dubs of 101. <laughs> Guys are asses. Guys may not be running the game 
to this extent. But there are a lot of guys who run the game, you know. There's a lot of guys who just mooch off women and manipulate them. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I'd say guys do this probably more often. No, nah, I wouldn't say more often. Girls are have a better opportunity to do it, I think. So there's more of them to take advantage of it. All right, that says this girl isn't an alcoholic. So I guess it's not that same chick that uh, our other buddy knew. Damn it. That'd be funny, though, if they... There was this, I, I would hope it's just one chick yeah. running the same game. Like, there's only one in the world, and everybody knows her. That'd be great, busting this bitch, and then, uh, you know, uh, kind of getting... We break it, and it ends up on Local 6 or something, and we're the heroes. Please, like, you and I are ever going to be heroes of anything. <laughs> Don't you want to be a hero sometime? Don't you want to save someone's life? The only time we're going to end up on Local 6 is for... Stunt goes bad. Shock jocks and jocks. Shock jocks in trouble as stuntman dies. I wish. We got pom poms and we're all happy <laughs> at Chunks' funeral. All right, let's take a break. We're burying him in a party hat. Fatgirlsandpartyhats.com. Love it. Chunks is going to be the new star of that website, too. Chunks, from now on, you wear a party hat. <laughs> And you have one of those uh, party blowers in your mouth. And I don't mean your dude friends. Okay. Yeah, I I got to dump that, dude. What's wrong with you? I got to dump that. thought I went around it. No, you enough. didn't. No, you didn't. <sighs> What's wrong with you? Ass? We got a break? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Living with a dude she's to date. I mean, that's just bad news all around. It's never good. There's so many crazies out there. Did you hear about this dude, this British hacker? No. <laughs> He's fighting being sent back to the U.S. Apparently, he's a computer whiz who hacked into the Pentagon and NASA networks because he thought they were hiding evidence of the existence of UFOs. <laughs> and were they? We don't know. Uh, he didn't. He would be flapping his gums right now if uh, he did find anything. On online, he's known as Solo. <laughs> That's as, how uh, Chunks is known normally. As in Han, um, allegedly accessed 97 U.S. government computers, stole passwords, deleted files, shut down military computer networks, crashing 300 computers at a weapons station in New Jersey right after 9-11. That's something that I never, I can never grasp, is how you hack. I've never actually been able to you know, figure out what the, the trick is. Not only that, I barely know what to do with my computer. Yeah. Right? It's making me re-register Word. So I can't open any Word documents at home. Damn. I'm like, what the hell is this? I don't even know how this happens. But I do wonder if he knows. Do you think they're hiding UFOs? No. You don't think UFOs have been here in the government? You don't think there's like some sort of secret pact with the government? I don't think the government ha- has like any physical evidence of UFOs. I think they may have like some some pictures or something that they might be hiding, but there's no physical evidence. Do you believe in UFOs? Yeah. You're stupid if you don't. Hmm. 407 916 1041 888 
star 1041 in your single wireless phones. Hideout. Hi. Uh, hey, Phil. Is it every, every UFO, Phil? Every time we even mention UFOs, you call? You know, and I wasn't even listening today. I just, I had my scanner on, and it always alerts me when, whenever, if you mention my name, if you play my song, or if you talk about Gary or UFOs. You know Gary? This guy, Gary McKitten, 39. Scary Gary. Whoa, wait. Stop breathing into the phone. Mm, I'm not. And what do you know about Scary Gary? By the way, if you look at Scary Gary, he looks like he should be a DJ. He looks like Joe Hardinger. That means nothing to most of you, but it's really... holding the mic towards the picture right now? <laughs> it's really funny, though. What do you know about this guy, Scary Gary? Yeah, yeah. um, can you keep a secret? What? Yes, we can keep a secret. All right. Gary McKinnon, um, <laughs> he never even used to believe in UFOs. He didn't know anything about him. He never even heard of a UFO. He didn't. He was not very um, intelligent on the subject, but... He was helping me when I first set up UFOfulfill.com, my website. He was uh, was helping me learn how to build websites, and he was teaching me that. And and he got into some of my secret files, and then he learned a lot about Zaxxon and the bad aliens. And then he got curious, and he started doing things that he wasn't supposed to do, and I had to let him go. Uh, hold on a second. First of all, I have no idea if any of this is true, UFOfill. You've claimed to have had uh, dinner with George Lucas, and now you claim to know Scary Gary, the guy who hacked uh, the Pentagon and NASA. Yeah, I no, yes, I I don't claim to know George Lucas. I do know him. I had lunch with him. He had sushi. We discussed my script, and he said that we were going to make a new Star Wars movie together. No, we, you're what not. did you have at lunch? What? What did you have at lunch? Just some water. Some water. That's all. I was nervous. My stomach was making funny noises. I was, I, you know, when you have lunch with with George Lucas, you get a little nervous. <laughs> but I want to talk about Gary. I don't want to talk about Gary anymore because I don't even think you know Gary. I do know Gary. I don't I even do think know. you know an operator talking to a phone. <laughs> Stop breathing the, into the phone. Uh, I'm warning you the now. Government. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes, we're here. Okay. Is this the hideout? Yes, it is. Okay. The government is definitely um, covering up the UFO situation. They've actually, they've got, I can't even tell you this because they might be listening. Of course they're listening. They're always listening. Yeah, I can't. I, you know what? I've already told you too much already, and, and I probably should just not. Well, then why did you call? I just don't know if I can trust you. I really don't know if you... Zaxxon. Can you keep a secret? Zaxxon, yes. Okay. The, the government... Actually, underneath, below the Pentagon, they've got some UFOs. You there. don't know that. I, yes, I do know that. This is some of the information that I have uh, on my server. What is this that, on your stupid website, ufofilled.com, with all your songs and music videos? Hefe? Yes. No, why Why would you call it a stupid website? I don't because understand. it's got silly songs and pictures of you crawling through the dirt. <laughs> no. I, I love your website, UFOfilled. I know, J Dubs, you're you're good friends. Okay, you're, you're, oh, Hefe, I just yeah. He's I'm, he's I'm uh, wonder, you know. I think he's uh, I think you uh, intimidate him. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. But the government has they even actually see when they first got a UFO and they took it apart and they did this thing that's called reverse engineering, which I can't go into what that is, but 
they started building UFOs down below the Pentagon. Oh, you don't know that. How do you? You have no clue. No, I, I've got all the, the evidence of that. I, could, I can't show you. On UFOfill.com? No. Because all I see are pictures of you climbing trees. I love that website. Yeah, that's, I, no, you're making fun of my, my video for Aliens Really Stink. Okay, you know you what? You have a video for Aliens Really Stink now? You didn't see a video? I haven't seen the video yet. It's I, really I, good. I, is it? Go to UFOfill.com. No, yeah. It's awful. Just... I got to go. We're talking uh, to go. a robot. Okay. I'm going to go um, to UFOfill.com right now and no, watch it. No, 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 no. I'm going to talk to Benji from Skindred next. We got to go. Uh, all right. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> hang up. Learn how to hang up the phone. <laughs> Learn how to talk into the phone. Learn how to hang up the phone. That's his transmitter. No. Yeah, he's not on a phone. He has it wired up differently than you or I. And I seriously doubt... He knows anything about, quote-unquote, Scary Gary or anything about UFOs in the Pentagon. Well, How Scary do... Gary helped him put up UFOfilled.com. How does he know his nicknames and stuff? He doesn't know. It doesn't say anything on here about Scary Gary. His because nick... the press doesn't know his his intimate details about nick... Scary Gary. His nickname is Solo. That's no, that's, scary a, that's Gary. his handle. His nickname is Scary Gary. How do you and know? He, and he helped him put UFOfilled.com on. Let's take a break and come back. I know the hideout's supposed to be a place where we can discuss certain things. And and you yell at him for it. He's a wacko. No, he's not. He's genuinely a wacko. Listen to this. This, does, this isn't from a mind of a maniac, as you say. The video's even better. It's really good. I can keep a secret. All right, let's take a break and come back with Skindred, hopefully. I think they're making a karaoke version of this. They nice. better not. I'll be singing it every time I go to the bar. It's the Hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Yeah. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tap and Dubs on a Friday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. In one hour, we open up the doors to the Friday night open door policy. So come on in. Anybody wants to hang out, come up. We ask that you have headphones, and if you're a dude, you have a date. It's going to be very empty tonight. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of parameters to this now. At some point during the second hour, uh, Benji from Skindred is slated to join us. Nice. So uh, hopefully we'll have that come up very I soon. I love those guys. In the meantime, let's talk to another rock star, Sir Gary Hello? the Prophet. Uh, Good evening. How are you tonight? Wow, you sound you're very live and you know chipper this evening. How are you, Sir Gary? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Enjoying your program tonight on Real Radio 104.1. Very tiny, very formative. Well, it is. It just absolutely is, Sir Gary. The Pro so, what's your big plan for the weekend? You got anything going on other than church? Uh, all I got is just going to church at New Hope Property Baptist Church in Middle and Middle Street, Winter Garden, for 10:30 Sunday morning worship service. Elder Jim Blanchard and dinner ground for 12 to 1. The public's invited. Now, what was the last movie you went to go see, Sir Gary the Prophet? I went to see The Passion. Oh, wow. Well, you haven't been to the movie since The Passion of the Christ? Yes, I've been, been back since then. Have you uh, rented any movies since then? Uh, my sister has, but, I, but I, I don't. Do you sit there and watch them, or are movies evil? 
this kind of movie she she gets like comedy movies and things like that. Who's your favorite comedic actor? I like um, I like Jack Benny. Jack Benny's good. Yes, sir. How old are you, Sir Gary the Prophet? Like thirty? No, I'm uh, fifty-seven. Oh, you're fifty? No way! You sound like a young guy. Yes, sir. You sound like a like a like a spring chicken. Yeah, a young buck, if you will. Yes, sir. Sir Gary the Prophet has an appearance coming up on Sunday at church. Make sure uh, you, Street. Yeah, make sure you go see uh, Sir Gary the Prophet as yes, he's sir. there worshiping the Lord. Um, let me ask you, have you signed? Has anyone else approached you yet about the Sir Gary the Prophet reality show that we uh, talked no, about? No, sir. Okay, good. Make sure you don't talk to anybody else about no, that. You have, uh, you've signed with the hideout, and we're going to yes, be doing sir. this. Re- uh, would you allow us to ever come over and hang out with you at your apartment? Uh, at my house? Yeah. I live in a house. Oh, you got a house? Uh-huh. You got any roommates? Just a lady roommate. Nice. My caretaker. Yeah. Oh, it's a caretaker, huh? Yes, sir. That's, that's what I call my girlfriend, too. Yeah, when I had a wife, that's what I referred to her as, yes, the, sir. the help. Um, well, so Gary the Prophet, I want you to have an outstanding weekend. Um, Hope you have a nice, pleasant weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. All right, buddy. God bless you. Have a good weekend. Hey, Thank you, you. You, too. Now, Hefe, you're not a big church guy. No. Is there anything that, like, if they added to a church that would draw you to church? Hmm. Like if they did like an open bar. All right, you know what? If there was open bar at church, I'd go. I don't know if I'd pay, but I think I'd go. How about like uh, you know, like a, uh, like if it was like just a a ten minute sermon, like you know, like the micro machine guys up there doing it or something. You would know, you? Would that be more appealing to you if you only go there for like ten minutes? I'll tell you this. I went to um, I was, grew up in Grand Prairie, Texas. And there was a church right there in Grand Prairie that had drive-through service, mm-hmm. and I never went once. Wow! Not even as a goof. So, you know what always bothers me about church? Hmm. Like if you're sitting in the pews and you're pretty far back, you can't see anything. You can't really, you know, it, it gets very boring. You're just staring at the back of some old guy's head, well, that's which why- I, I enjoy doing on Saturday nights, but not on uh, Sunday mornings. You prefer to stare at the top of the head. Yeah. I, I I'd like there for like them to do like some kind of stadium seating or something. Church or uh, stadium seating? Yeah, just kind of you know just elevate the pews as they go back. What uh, hooch? There's a church out in Melbourne that during the week and at night it's a drive-in theater, and on the weekends it's a drive-in church, and it's like just like the drive-in movie theater. Really? Oh, wow. Yes, it's a Catholic church. It's awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. Now, do they sell popcorn at this thing? They like do, for a church service? They do have the refreshments in open before and uh, I guess between like each service because there's like you know like a ten o'clock mass and then a twelve o'clock or whatever. Do they have anybody coming down like the aisles yelling hot dogs? <laughs> no, but they do have like someone walking around for like communions and stuff like that, and you take it in your car. Really? Yeah. That sounds interesting. I would actually try that out. Yeah, if it weren't on Sunday. Yeah, and if we, you know, and if it didn't have to do with religion, I tell you where I'd go to this thing if they were showing movies, then I'd go. You know, if they did it like because what always gets me, you know, out of it if I did start going would be football season. You know, I, I if I did go to church, it'd have to be like you know they only do it for halftime. Oh no, here's the thing in in Dallas where I grew up, they'd mm-hmm. let out early, and the Cowboys had a noon game. Oh wow, they'd be like, all right, time to cut it short, go Cowboys. Praying for the Cowboys. And it helped us, at least at that time, because we won a few Super Bowls. What, Chunks? What if you take, like, the drive-through church idea, like with a movie, and just have, like, one thing be the sermon and one screen be the football game? You could kill two birds with one stone. Because you know a lot of people pray during games. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you don't want people like you know cheering during service. Like, why not? At a, like, say they're saying something about like they're they're you know giving the story about Jesus being crucified and yeah. someone everybody starts standing up cheering because there's a touchdown. Yeah, you're right. That could get a little awkward. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one in your singular wireless phones. What would make you go to church? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, girls. Yeah, girls you know, always made me go to church. And if it was less formal. You know, if there's a thing where, you know, you, uh... Yeah, because Jesus don't really care if you're showing up in shorts and a t-shirt and He flip-flops. wore a robe. He wore flip-flops. Why can't I? He's just like a Jedi. Maybe he was. I think he actually was the first Jedi. Yeah, Chunks. Steak. If they had steak at church, I'd go. All right, I tell you this. If they had full-out meals... Instead of that crappy uh, muffin and uh, orange juice type thing they always steak do? Steak and taters. I would go. Like if it were a buffet. Like a buffet like they have normally like strip clubs. I think that's how you draw the... Because apparently guys just go to the strip clubs for the buffet, not the women. So that's huh? why. Yeah. Especially. Hmm. I don't know, Dubs. Have you ever been to church? Did you ever go to church? I went every Sunday up until I was 14. And then I started to work and then I never went again. And that's when your progression started down? Yeah. Down the path of the devil mm-hmm. and away from the Lord? Yes. Me and Jesus have, haven't been right since. You know who can get you together? Sir Gary the Prophet. I need to talk to him. Get him I'm to tellin- help me. I'm telling you, that's another great reality show we have. That's the new buddy team, Sir Gary the Prophet and Chunks. You imagine them hanging out, co-starring the caretaker? I like that. And you and I, we don't even appear in it. We just film it. And we set up the scenes, like if there were challenges between Chunks and Sir Gary the Prophet. Now, do you think uh, like the uh, the Sunday service is kind of you know something that people really don't like to do, and maybe if they change days for it, it would be better? I tell you, when I could go uh, to a service, when usually Wednesday afternoons are good for me. Maybe that's what you do. Maybe instead of like a uh, a regular service where everybody comes up to uh, you know at one time, maybe like they treat it like a doctor's office. This is and the, you make your appointment every week, and when you go in, this is the way I, they had to do service. Like it's a rave. You don't tell anybody. You just pass out flyers. Show up at this time. <laughs> well, you pass out flyers, tell you with a phone number on it, and then you call two days before the service. Right. And it tells you where it's at. And if there were ecstasy, it would help. I'll believe it. Because I need to see the Lord. I'm not seeing him without some sort of mind-altering drug. I think that's how it go. We set up a rave. Rave for Jesus. Her rave for Jesus. Look at us. Why are we marketing geniuses? I'm telling you, that should be our next venture. Something involving church and religion. That's where the money's at. Oh, are you kidding? And you just pass. Imagine if, like, you know, like when the Jedi Council comes in here, we just pass along a collection plate. We're going to, because this is free. From now on, we're passing around a collection plate. A collection plate. And if you don't put in, you're out. Or you're shunned. We just turn our back on you the whole time. No, we make you leave and clear up a room. There's now a cover charge <laughs> for the open door policy. Rich, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Yeah, um, you're talking about the church? Yeah. Yeah, you know, even if you're not Catholic, you can go at 5 o'clock 
masks, and you can wear shorts, tennis shoes, flip-flops. doesn't matter. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't make it. I, I got to... What if you, like, you don't have to shave or anything, right, right? No. You just show up? I'd love it. Yeah, Sunday usually is the worst day of the week, church or not, too. Sponge, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, Sponge. Hey, Dubs. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, I gave you guys the one about the auction. Here's another one for mm-hmm. you. Uh, this is my favorite dream. We take the old uh, driving movie theaters because everything's retro. Everything's coming back. Take a look at the old cars. You no, know, take a look at the Mustangs. Everything's coming back. Mm-hmm. You take it, okay, on the weekends during a day. Boom! You do your uh, go ahead, man. Do your church there. Other than that, Monday, Monday night football. You mm-hmm. have your races there. You do the NASCAR races. That's it would a... be the bomb. Everybody would show up. You have the you know the outdoor uh, barbecues and everything. Oh, uh, you know Tailgate what? Tailgate parties. That's a good point. They should do them outdoors. It should be like a barbecue. If there was a church barbecue, maybe I'd go. Every Sunday, you know you're going to get some good barbecue? I can't make it on Sunday. It needs to be Wednesday afternoon. I think I could make it on Sunday if uh, there was a good barbecue waiting. All right, here's what it needs to be. It needs to be a rave service with barbecue and ecstasy. And then I'll think about going. And strippers. Come on. That's sacrilegious. That's sacrilegious. God made the human body. No, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. God did He made it to be covered. The devil made the human body. The devil, I don't know if you know, made boobs, wankers, asses, and ho-hos. The devil made that. you got to realize that. Hmm. Who made internet porn? J-Dubs. I made it popular. I gave it the most hits. Chunkstance.com is my favorite. <laughs> Take a break, we'll come back. Which, by the way, I think it's well over like 2,000 hits. Wow. It got over 1,600 in the first like 24 hours. Nice. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hunger Strike. Oh. What was this, Temple of the Dog? I don't mind feeling red. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 FA Dubs on a Friday night. How are you? All right. Who's singing this part? Cornell? Yeah, I believe so. And no, this is better. This is better here? Yeah, you can hear Cornell because his voice actually sounds yeah. sharp when he sings in this Yeah, he, uh, he does that backup part. Turn it up. This is better? Yep. Listen to when Cornell comes yeah. on, you'll be able to tell. This part is Chris Cornell. This part, is, that's what I thought. Because I remember in the video, yeah. Eddie Vedder doesn't come in until the second half, and he's like, I'm standing in grass, I'm an idiot on the beach. Or, or. Yeah, you're an idiot, chunks. This is Eddie Vedder. Yeah, this is better. Yeah. Who can tell? I can. Who I know. cares? This is important. Welcome There's back into the hideout. Hair of the dog or whatever it was. Temple of the dog. <laughs> whatever. Hair of the dog. That's what I'll need tonight after Latitude, or tomorrow after Latitude. The album was Dog's Ass. <laughs> Steve, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Steve? Hey, man. How's it going? Good. What's going on? 
Uh, not much. First time listener, and uh, sorry, uh, I was listening to the comments about the church and when you should go. And uh, I happen to be an evangelist, and and I'm a firm believer that you should go every time the church doors are open. Of course, you need more money. Well, uh, well, no, I don't. I don't preach for money, brother. I preach for souls. Uh, <laughs> if I had a nickel I, for every time I heard that, isolate that, please. I, I, I actually have a, uh, my own business. I have a drilling company that I work full time, and in my spare time, and then you when I do people. have it, I, I go out and I serve the Lord. Well, and that's good. I, yeah. I just find that I was just my question to you guys tonight is: Are you guys atheists? No, I'm an agnostic. I'm I, agnostic. I, I, I believe in a higher being. I just believe. I don't believe in a. Well, your religion says, whatever your religion is, because I believe all religions are hack. What you need to understand, though, is religion is a tool of the devil. Because religion is is what separates people from God. Uh, You have to to come to God. You don't go to religion. No, I agree. And that's what people don't understand. And, you know, the, the church takes a beating because of certain... Certain churches, and hey, I'm a born again Christian. I'm a born again Christian. Uh, I'm not W. And uh, the uh, the church as a whole is, is what they call us in the period now the layout layout of seeing period where it's lukewarm. No, I hear. And, I, I I would love to talk church with you all day, but I just can't. Thank you for the <laughs> phone call. Look, you do your thing, man. Don't worry about me. If I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell. I don't think I am, because I don't think there's a hell. Actually, we had to talk to Peanut about so, this. So, wait, hold on. You believe there's a higher being, but you don't believe there's a hell? You think everybody no. goes to the same place, no matter what? Yeah, I don't believe in hell, hell. No, I don't believe in hell. So... I don't, believe, I don't know if I necessarily believe in heaven. So me, you, and Hitler will all end up in the same place, heaven or not? I don't think that either. Maybe they're different, like, rooms. Here's my religion. There are different wings. And there are wings for um, disc jockeys. Oh, God. I need to get out of this business now. Because if I have to stay with a bunch of disc jockeys for eternity, that means I am in hell. <laughs> me, you, and I miss. <laughs> Mojo walks up to me and wants to play Could It Be C. <laughs> I'll shoot myself in the head and try to go to a different hell. The reason I got a tough time with religion is because when I grew up, I told you about this farm that I would go to during the summers. It's a compound. That was that's Peanuts Farm, out in West Texas. There was no no TV, no radio, no nothing. Really? Yeah. Like you guys didn't have electric. What were you guys Amish? Close. Did you guys put up uh, barns and stuff? No, not that extreme. It was one step away. We would drive around West Texas going to prayer meetings. Yeah. It was a whole thing, man. So how did you survive it? She barely... Look at her. She's a rebel. <laughs> look at her now with her black eyeliner and her belly shirts. Do uh, do your parents... Uh... Last time I saw her, she was wearing long dresses. She couldn't wear anything oh. past the ankles. Or she had to wear everything past the ankles. I find that hot, actually. They used to make their own clothes. Are you kidding me? Not all of it. All right, hold on a second. Steve's back. Steve. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, I, I, I look, I don't mind talking to you, dude, but here's the problem. I'm doing a radio show and trying to get ratings, and I can't talk church for 15 minutes, like, boring-wise. Hey, well, we we only talk for about maybe 30 seconds, dude. Dude, I, I mean... I gave you two minutes. That's an eternity for the radio. You know how many people turned <laughs> off the radio when they heard your voice? Well, well, you know, well no, I don't, I don't preach for money, brother. I preach for souls. 
And we're that's gonna, exactly right. And we're, that's something for us to live by. I think you got your point across. Yeah, well, and, and my point, the main point I wanted to, to let you guys know is, is I think what you're saying on the air is blasphemy. To who? And that's, that's the only unpardonable sin. And Hold on a second. Isolate that, too. I need that one as well. Blasphemy to who? Blasphemous to who? Your God? Not my God. Yeah. My God don't mind. Well, hey, you, well, that's, but see, you're serving the wrong God. Your Dude. God ain't going to take you nowhere. Where's your God at today? You don't know that? Where's your God at today? I mean, I'm, me... I'm trying not to get into, like, some kind of Look, Steve, here's, argument, the, here's but... the point. This is, what I, this is what I say all the time. I don't care about your religion. Let me do my thing. I'm going to talk to my God. Well, and that, as well Close you your door. Close your door. Well, Close your door like close your door the way you close your hearts to other people. Yeah, well let me let me just share one thing with you real quick. The reason I believe that there is a God and He's real is because of what I was before I came to know Him, before I asked Him into my life. Oh, I hear this. To be a part of my life. I'm, I'm, I was delivered from alcohol and drugs, drugs and sex and, and everything else. Okay, so you got out of that. And uh, now you are going around preaching. Hold, uh, hold on a second. Let me, this that is, no one should be like you. So Steve, no let me, sir, no sir. Uh-huh, hold on, no hold, sir. Hold on, Steve. Let me say this: you couldn't control yourself. You couldn't control yourself around alcohol, drugs, and women. So That's be, right. So because of that, you had to go to a religion, correct? No, I didn't go to religion. I went to God. Okay, you went to God. Okay. That's right. Now here's the thing: I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. However. I can control myself, so I don't need to go to anything. I already believe in something, but I don't have to hold on to that and preach that to other people who feel like they can't control themselves. Where do you go when you have nowhere else to go? I have home. You go home? (laughs) I got home. That's a good place to be. Yeah, I go home, and I sit there with my God, and we watch girlfriends, and everybody's happy. Look, I'm proud of you for beating your demons and all that kind of stuff. I swear to you, I'm really proud of you. But the, the thing is, just don't, you know, don't force it on me because I'm not all wrapped up in alcohol, drugs, and women. Now, I want to be. <laughs> I just don't have the money for it. I don't know Trust you, me, if I had the cash, I'd be wrapped up in all those things. And don't tell me I'm being blasphemous. Blasphemous to who? I'm not running down your God. You can talk about your God all you want. I'm not running down Allah or Buddha or anybody. I'm saying what it would take for me to go to church has to be a rave with barbecue and ecstasy. And then I'm going. That's not blasphemous. And I love these guys who are wrapped up in alcohol and drugs and women. Yeah, and then... uh, It's like the president. Yeah, then they find God and they feel better than us. Almost. You ain't better than me. I've never, I've probably never been in that place than you've been. And I don't think I ever will, because I can control myself, and I don't need your God to keep me from being to keep me from a, being a quote unquote animal. But if you need that, do it. Go for it. Just don't tell me that I need it, because I don't. I know how to say no. I think I definitely think there's certain people in this world that need to find Jesus. There are certain people in this world that need it. No doubt about it. And you go, you hang out with Jesus. You do your thing. But that's what, yeah. Don't tell me I need to, though. Maybe my guy that I need to hang out with is Allah. I don't know. Or Buddha. Or whatever that Zen thing is. That seems kind of fun. I know they based the Matrix on that. I could get into that. I'm into Scientology. Yeah. 
Hey, do you realize that's what Tom Cruise needs to keep from being the former Steve? He needs Scientology. Do you see how insane that is? Well, I mean, that's what that's what this is. You know, when these people go to one extreme of alcohol, booze, and uh, drugs and girls, they have to pull it so far back to the other side that they come become fanatical and something else. They're addicted to that now. And they don't want us having women, drugs, or alcohol because they think that we're going to be just as out of control as they are. Well, it's no, it's just replacing one addiction with another. Absolutely. And if you and if you have to, go for it. Do what you need to do, but just because you couldn't control yourself don't mean that I can't. Now bring in the bitches, because I want to show you how much I can or cannot control myself. I can't. I can't either. One of those strippers going to be here. Satan, you're in the hideout. Hey, Dubs, how are you guys doing? Doing great, Satan. What's going on? I just want to let you guys know we love you guys down here in the pits of hell, and uh, we love your show, so hopefully that last caller... Now I'm going to turn off his radio and never listen to this program again. Thank you, Bill O'Reilly. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Here's a guy you should follow. He's got it figured out. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Chunks follows uh, guys all the time. Yeah, he's like... Right into the bathroom. Just point me at dude. I'm following him right into the stall. I want him in a separate one, though. There needs to be a big hole in between us. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. The Omen, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, what's up, guys? Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask what uh, you guys got planned later on in the evening. Uh, I was considering uh, bringing in the track lady in the studio, and I don't want any, you know... Tom Foolery from the Chunks, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? We haven't even talked. We'll talk about that when everybody gets here. Go ahead and bring your lady friend up. You'll be fine. All right, all right. Cool, cool. Thank you, The Omen. For your open-door policy, it starts at 9 o'clock. Look, I didn't mean to get into a whole religious thing. Because, again, I don't care what you do. You do what you do. All right? Just don't tell me that I'm something because I don't agree with you. Don't call and say, yell blasphemy. Well, you can if you want to, but I don't think I did. I mean, yeah, if you want to, but don't expect it to just... It's just going to go in a promo. <laughs> I think what you're saying on the air is blasphemy. Possibly. But to who? By the way, speaking of religion, the Pope promotes abstinence to fight AIDS. Pope Benedict XVI urged African bishops Friday to keep their fight against AIDS, uh, keep it up, reiterating church teachings. Now get this. That abstinence is the only fail-safe way to prevent the spread of the virus. I mean, it's true, but it's not logical. It's not going to happen. Now, by that logic, let me ask you this. The only fail-safe way to avoid a car accident would be not to drive. Yes. So stay out of a car... And you won't get in a car accident. I tell all, I, I've been sending emails to all my favorite football players, telling them, hey, you, if you guys don't want to pull a hamstring this year, don't play football. Just don't do it, and you'll be fine. If you want to avoid getting fat, the only fail-safe way to do it is not to eat. Just keep that in mind. 
hey, the only way to uh, avoid a cold is to stay in your house and not breathe. That's the only fail-safe way. Fail-safe. The only fail-safe way to avoid seeing naked breasts is to sew your eyes shut. Then you will never see a naked breast. Hey, I don't want to have skin cancer. I just really don't. And the way I do it is I just never go outside. Never. I stay inside and, uh, you know. Because the, the Pope says the only fail-safe way to prevent the spread of the AIDS virus is abstinence. So by that logic, the only fail-safe way to avoid hemorrhoids is not to wipe. Or, well, I, you know, maybe not even that. Just don't go to the bathroom. Okay. The only fail-safe way to avoid hemorrhoids is to never go to the bathroom. By the way, the only fail-safe way to avoid death is not to live. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Central Florida, 407-916-1041, star-1041, singular wireless phones. I'm El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. Dubs, coming up Monday night at the House of Blues, a low-dose show featuring our buddies from Skindred. Um, it's $10 in advance. Wow. Amazing price. $12 at the door. House of Blues on Monday. We had the chance to chat with Mikey D uh, before the real rock um, Earth Day birthday. You and I, um, in fact, went out there to see two bands in particular. And actually, everyone I talked to said they were going to Earth Day birthday for two bands, Velvet Revolver and Skindred. So it is an absolute honor to join uh, Welcome into the Hideout right now. The lead uh, singer of Skindred, Benji. Benji, welcome to the hideout, man. How are you? Hey, Benji. I'm, I'm all right, you know, yeah. Just cool. I'm in um, Jacksonville getting ready to play. Yeah, I'm cool, though, yeah. Oh, you? Uh, what, what time you guys go on? I think about, well, the sign says 11.15, so yeah. Oh, beautiful. Now, here's the thing, man. I I got to say, the show uh, at the Earth Day birthday when you guys were here at Tinkerfield was just amazing. High energy, just you're, I, it sounded great. I believe that you're probably one of the better... Um, it, it, one of the better front men out right now. Oh, stop it, please. I, I'm not please. lying, dude. I, we were all okay. sitting there in the VIP area saying, can you believe this? Can you believe what's going on? And we all went to go see you guys, and I thought it was just a great show. Um, let me ask you, I guess a couple of things that I want to start off with. The song Pressure. Yeah. I, what is that about? Like, How did that come about? Well, basically, yeah. Um, Dan, my bass player, he was coming up with some vibes on, on and, he, and he had this instrumental. And he asked me to come up with some lyrics for it. So I went home, and I just couldn't come up with nothing. For about three weeks, I was trying to come up with some vibes. And the one after, I was in my house, and I was upstairs and doing something or whatever. And I turned up real loud. And I started, like, you know, just trying to, just, just cleaning out the room and stuff, but just having the music and trying to come up with some vibes. The next thing, my next-door neighbor comes beating on the door, screaming. And my next-door neighbor looks like Debo from Friday. Do you know what I'm saying, bro? Serious. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, turn it off, man. You know, I'm... I said, all right, man. He said, and he, and he starts going on about he can't take the pressure and how, you know, it, it's driving him crazy and taking no more. And I just thought, that's a good subject for a song, you know, because everybody can identify with someone telling you to turn the music down. So I thought, I thought pressure was a good way to go. So I just took the inspiration from my crazy neighbor and I just, my house was destroying his head. 
and that was it, really, you know. Uh, Benji, Benji from Skinder joining us in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. You got to go see the show Monday night, House of Blues, ten dollars in advance, twelve dollars uh, at the door. Let me ask you something, man. Uh, obviously, are you, you're like from Wales, right? I think that's what Mikey D was in. from Wales. What is? Ah, uh, he's cutting out on us. Are you there? Ah, uh, we got some. Uh, we got some phone problems. Hello. Hello. Uh, hey, you there? Hello. All right, there we go. That's a little bit better, Benji. Um, so you're from Wales, right? Yeah, that's where that's where we're from. That's where the band's based. Yeah. I was trying to ask Mikey D about this when we chatted with him. How? How, like, the ghettos? He said you, like, that's kind of like you guys came from some mean ghettos. Is there any way that you can compare and contrast the ghettos of Great Britain, I guess, compared to the United States or anywhere well, else that you've seen? It's, it's, you know, I mean, like, you know, ghetto is anywhere where the people are just, you know, surviving to get by. You know, I mean, it does, whether it's Soweto or Jamaica or whatever, whatever, it's, it's hardship and it's hard and it ain't easy and the high crime area is there, you know. That's where the ghetto is, as far as I'm concerned. You haven't got to be in the projects of L.A., you know? Right, exactly. Now, bruises. I, I, I hear something, and maybe I'm misinterpreting the lyrics. Uh, bruises are obviously another great song from Skindred. Have you had to deal with a lot of racism, especially coming up through rock? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's, 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 that's just one point. Bruises basically is about people who drink alcohol, and they, um, they end up, like, you know, just not being able to control itself, and they end up, like, wanting to pick a fight with people. And usually it's them who ends up on their ass, you know what I mean? And that's what bruises is about, really. Okay. You know, I, I mean, the opening line says, you know, um, why don't you go back to Africa? But that's just, like, the type of rubbish that, you know, a drunkard guy would say or, <laughs> you know, or, you know, talk about you look like a fag or whatever. Right. You know, so it's more to do, it ain't about the racial issue, it's about what, what they call Dutch courage, you know, when someone has too much to drink and they just get brave. Yeah. That's what it's... That's what it's about. That's what bruises is about, you know? Right. I, and I, that's what, in the lyrics it says, winners, losers, your mind confuses, you jump in the ring and then you get bruises, you know? So it's, it's more to do with, like, the people who are drinking and, and just getting, getting, getting bowdy, getting loud, running their mouth and stuff, you know? That's what the song's about, really. Now that you guys are blowing up, are you finding a lot of that stuff happening where people want to step to you now because, you oh, know, you're, you're binging oh, from Skindred? No, no, I, you know, we get, we get, you know, obviously you get, you get people who don't even know whether, whether you're in a band or not, who, who get, you know, a little bit of Dutch courage and they want to fight you, but it's more to do with life in general. I'm sure everybody can identify with someone trying to, you know, because they've had a drink, they want to show off in front of their friends, you know, so that's what it's more to do with, more than any racial issues or anything like that. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you, I don't want to keep you too long, man, because you're about to go do a show. I know you got to get into a zone. I really, yeah. we t we chatted with Mikey D last time. We wanted to get the chance to talk to you because I'm not playing. Dubs turned me, my partner here turned me on to you guys about six, eight months ago. He had heard yeah, of the, his friend had heard of it in Michigan. He gave it to us in D.C. When we got to Orlando, we heard about you guys and we had to go see you. It is an amazing show, and it's only ten bucks to get the tickets now at the House yeah, of Blues. I mean, if someone's in the house and, you know, I mean, we're definitely bringing something new to the, to the, to the battle, you know? In fact, so people, people should come and look for us, man. They should just, even if, you know, I mean, if they just, if they just like the pit and they just like noise and they just like, you know, strong elements of music, they should come and check us out, you know? Cause don't worry. I know a lot of people are alienated. I'll tell you this now. A lot of people, a lot of people who just like reggae music and, and drum and bass and, and dance music would love what we're doing and a lot of people who love, you know, guitar-based music, they would love it as well. You know, Skindred's just stuck in the middle and inviting everybody to the party, you know what I'm saying? Because I actually asked Dubs, I need something new. Something I need... a little bit different to listen to. And this... You know what? I hear that every day. You know what, though? People say they need something new, but all they ever do is play Three Doors Down. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's something I want to ask about. At the, at, at the Real Rock show at Earth Day Birthday, I mean... 
it seemed to me like there was some tension going on. Maybe you guys already bolted because you guys played earlier in the afternoon, like at four o'clock. But, yeah. but three doors down went like thirty minutes longer than they were scheduled to. Did you hear anything about that? And I that never th- I was like, we were right behind the stage because you know we never had a bus or anything, so we were just stood up there by our van all day, and we never caught no tension at all. I think that must have been between the promoters and the, and the um, you know, the organizers, but we, we were right behind the stage, and we didn't hear a thing, nothing at all. Speaking of that, do you guys prefer the, uh, like, now you're, you've been to the House of Blues, I think, a couple of times, now you're headlining it. Do you prefer these these kind of shows, or do you like getting in front of the festival with, you know, You know what, wherever, wherever people want to dance, people want to jump up and down, people want to rock out, people want to not, I can't stand spectators, you know what I'm saying? I can't stand people who just want to watch the show. I want people who just want to rock out, get involved in enjoying themselves. And I don't care if we're in, a, in the back room of your grandmother's house or, or on Earth Day birthday stage. It doesn't matter to me, man, as long as people want to rock out. I love it, babe. Benji, thanks for hopping in. I know you're in Jacksonville tonight, but I'm telling our friends right now, you got to go see him at the House of Blues yeah, coming man. up Monday night. Uh, Come see us, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Benji from Skindred uh, on Real Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's uh Al and J Dubs, Friday night open door policy. Come on in. There's any room left? Um, I gotta say, I'm thoroughly amazed at the amount of people who have shown up already. It's essentially packed, but there are girls here, so it's not even like we can call it the hideout of uh, Jedi Council anymore. Um, it's uh, it's filled. J Dubs is missing in action. I don't know if he went to the restroom or what ended up happening, but he is now gone. So it is just myself. Give me a second to decompress from the interview, and then we'll go around and. We gotta meet everybody. There are a ton of new faces that go around in the hideout uh, open door policy. So we just talked to Benji from Skindred. Yeah, why'd you go to break so quickly? Because Chunks is an ass, and he just heard me say Real Radio 104.1, so he assumed it was time to go to commercial break. I'm surprised you didn't go to break then. What's wrong with you? You paused. I pause all the time. And I thought you looked at me. It's catching breath. Oh. If I point at you, then we go to break. Did it sound like how, how awkward did that sound? Uh, you said Real Radio 104.1, and you kind of looked up at me. He's like, oh, oh okay, I got a break. Got to go to break. You're so retarded. It was a bit more awkward after he did go to break, the look on your face. I'm like, well, I wanted to talk about talking with Benji before we bring in the uh, Jedi Council. And ladies. Jesus, look at this. Just an entire crew. It's not even Oz anymore. It's not even like we can call it Emerald City. There are too many poons here. No, it's not the Jedi Council either. Stop already. Now I got a headache. <laughs> Dubs, what were you relegated to doorman downstairs? I guess so. Where'd all the interns go? Where'd they leave to? Putin came down a little bit later, but I was already letting people in. And Hooch is guarding the phones. Hooch. Great. That's perfect. All right, so I want to almost I want to go around and meet everybody. Um, but that'll take till 11. All right, you know what? This is right. Matt Albert says, we immediately went to commercial break, so it sounded like it was a taped interview. It sounded fake. It sounded like J-Dubs was in another room doing a voice, pretending to be Benji from Skindred. But you know I can't do voices, so... Do you, no, do your uh, Jamaican accent. 
Or your whales, your hey, black man. See, I don't... See, it could have easily been J-Dubs. <laughs> yeah, you put that phone effect on, and I, I'm right there. Now, did you guys hear about... I know we got ladies here. And did you guys hear what happened last night? I don't know. I've gotten a lot of emails about it. So, here's my cousin Peanut, by the way, so all the dudes can get it out of the way. There she is right there. Stand up, Peanut. Peanut, stand up for a second so these animals can look at you. So that's Peanut. Stop! (laughs) Stop hugging her, Bateman. All right, hey, come on. (laughs) Bateman finally found someone he's taller than. Oh, Tommy. (laughs) So hot. What is that Tommy thing from? Who? I don't know. Sounds a little bit like Peanut, though. What? What else do you have over there? Tommy. So hot. Is that really her? So here's what happened yesterday. <laughs> and so she comes into the hideout and she's like, We got a little issue. Um my stuff, because she's staying in my apartment, my stuff, somebody went through my stuff. I can tell because I left everything neat and folded up. And so we talked about it on the air, and Chunks admitted last night that while he was moving his things out of my apartment. He saw Peanut's uh, suitcase. Yeah, that way everybody gets a good look at Chunks. They turned on the lights. He admitted that he went through her suitcase, and particularly her panties, to rummage around in. Now, her panties were at the bottom of the suitcase, and they ended up all the way to the top of it. Now, last night, I don't know if you heard, but it was very uncomfortable. We didn't talk about it too much afterwards. We didn't punish him last night. Because this is something, this is like a trust issue. Yeah, this is a serious type thing. I don't know if anybody here has had people stay at their place. Um, in fact, I guess I'm not so trustworthy. I've even talked about it once before. Where I was, uh, my mom used to have a lot of porn. And when I was growing up, like I was a teenager or something, I, um, you know, you're always looking for material because when you're sitting there and you're trying to decipher the squiggly lines on television, it doesn't usually work out yeah. and you need something real. You want, like, real boobies to look at. And I remembered that she had some porn. So I go through her drawers. And this is this is a horrible thing looking back on it. It's an awful thing to do. But I went through my mom's drawers looking for some pornography so that I can handle my business. I'm going through, and I'm looking under stuff, and I pick up a candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought... Then, then I noticed that there's a place for batteries, and I'd never seen one of these things before, but I had heard about them. So he took a whiff of it. That's so hot. And I immediately dropped it, shut the, uh, shut the little uh, drawer there, and ran out and disinfected for about 30 minutes. I think everybody goes and grabs their par- parents' uh, porn stash. The thing you always have to do when you're a kid and you're grabbing your like dad's tapes or something... You always had the time stamp on, you know, like right when you always set the timer so you knew exactly where to rewind it to. Look at all the dudes. All the dudes are like, yep. I, and it doesn't hit you until, like, you get a little older. That's where my dad last finished. Like, that's, that's where... <laughs> that's what he was watching, and that's the point where he's like, hell yeah. You know what I always noticed? My dad really dug the uh, chick-on-chick action. Because every time I noticed on every porn... It was chick-on-chick chick action. I, I'm not going to get too graphic. I am what my dad liked, but it was from behind. What, atomic Dog? No. Atomic Dog times two? Yeah. Atomic Dog in the wrong. That's your daddy's thing? Yeah. 
Get him on the phone. No. Ask he's him. not. I don't want him to talk about his. Ironically, your mom's also. Uh, okay. I, we knew. We knew what you were saying already. You didn't have to actually go there. But you look around, and all the guys are the exact same thing. Now, I don't know. I, we have some ladies here. Drew, she brought a few friends along. I, we're, during the commercial break, we'll go around. We'll get names. Some of the people I recognize. Empty Howie, you got here late. Rich, Rich is in. Thing, Rich, Rich is in your seat. What happened to the date thing? Lester's here. I can't hear you. You're not talking into the mic. <laughs> um, did Did you girls? Did you like? I know Drew. Did you ever go through uh, your parents' stuff? Um, whenever you were uh, whenever you were growing up. No, they found mine. I didn't find their stuff. All right. I, I said true. Who's this? What's your name? I'm Jennifer. Jennifer. I get right on top of the microphone as if it were me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get right Sorry, there. Sorry, you can go ahead. Yeah. Wow, she's on. All right. So, yeah. But they, they never found mine, though. I, I mean, they found mine. I didn't find theirs. So th- they found your yeah, stuff when you were? kind of. By the bed. What kind it's of stuff? embarrassing. Well, something that resembles a candlestick. Oh. But you know, had, same type you situation. Didn't, you didn't have actual porn, though? No. No. No, but... All right, you know, I go around the room, and I'm looking around this room, J-Dubs, here in yeah. the hideout, as we're uh, open-door policy. And it's like, as I look at every single person, I can kind of almost even tell what their thing probably is. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm at a point at one, and you tell me... I don't know if I can get so graphic as to what it is they but would be into. Just, just try to. Okay. Lester Big Hands? Lester Big Hands. I want to know what he's into. Slap happy. No, I see. Those big meat fists? I can see him going insane with those things. I say feet. Lester Big Hands, is your thing feet? All right, Lester Big Hands prefers girl on girl. I think we asked him that last week for some reason. By the way, Lester Big Hands, every time you come here, you're like, you're out for, you're ready to get it going. I saw you actually talking to a nice little lady at Latitudes uh, last week after the show. We went out to hang out with Dirty Jim, which, by the way, we're all doing again tonight. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully everybody's coming out to Latitudes. Up. That doesn't matter. I bought a poncho. Are you, uh, yeah, turn the mic off when he gets over there. Um, I saw you chatting with a nice lady. Did you uh, Did you have any um, luck? goodness happening? It was a no-go. Really? Uh, no-go. I'm sorry. I didn't want to, like, sit no, here. and. She had bad teeth. Oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, what is it? It doesn't matter, first of all. It doesn't matter how old or how bad of the shape their teeth are in. She get uh, she kept trying to get me to uh, fill on her, her butt. Really? She said, uh, look how tight it is. Was it? But see, I'm not worried how tight the butt is. Okay. I ain't even <laughs> Like as far as like if she's in good athletic shape. shape. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she uh, she yeah. does uh, stare aerobics and all the other crap. All right. Well, yeah. 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 And by the way, everything with Lester is how black he is and how big he is. So no, just no, for all the for all the for all the women here, just know that with that big deep voice. Now we got to chat with our buddy. I don't want to talk about what's going on with him right now, but our buddy uh, Giant Brian, who is here, and he's celebrating 30 days of sobriety. <laughs> he officially made it 30 days today. Uh, is I assume you're. Are you going to Latitudes tonight with us to go party? At this point, if I can find a ride. Okay, somebody needs to give you a ride. So you made it 30 days, which is great. But um, I guess before you got here, you were doing a little drinking, right? I started as soon as I could. Now, did you at like at midnight today? You started? No. no. <laughs> After work. 
Okay, listen here. He's already... Uh, he's, he's sloshed. You're already loving life. Or I hope you got a ride up here, by the way. Yeah, my friend Brian dropped me off. All right, Brian. Your other friend Brian dropped you, brought Giant Brian, off. That's, right. Okay, that's great. Brian drove. <laughs> Somebody in here, Brian, did the driving. Um... So you made it the full 30 days, obviously. Are you proud? Is this something that you found was going to be, uh, was it harder than you thought? Are you now that you're off the wagon again? Is it something that you're um, you're regretting? Uh, uh, no, I'm definitely happy I'm off the wagon, and, I, and I'm happy I made the 30 days. <laughs> uh, you realize you're an alcoholic, don't you? No, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> Just, I, dude, you make 30 days to see if you're alcoholic. You make... <laughs> <laughs> you went 30 days. You tried to go 30 days to prove that you weren't an alcoholic. As soon as that 30th day hits, you're drinking and drinking. I mean, it's only five, like four hours, quote unquote, after work, and you're three sheets to the wind. Is that how they say? I it? think so. Is that what they say? I can't hear you. My headphones was what? <laughs> All right, get get him. Turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> We're so proud of you. He's so happy. He's so proud of himself for making it 30 days. He's celebrating right now, I guess. Or he has been, obviously. <laughs> All right, 30 days, Dubs. What would you rather go? I know we talked about this before, but 30 days. You think you go 30 days without alcohol? Yeah, definitely. 30 days no without problem. sex? Uh, I could, but I wouldn't want to. Have you before? Oh, yeah. Jonathan and Drew, how long you guys? How long you, just the longest you guys go without sex? I'm, hold on. Let me bet. Hold on. On average, I would say these guys, even considering, like, issues, female issues that happen, yeah. I don't think that even gets in the way no. of those two. No. Um, That's just extra fun. Yeah. I'm going to say the longest they've gone, on average, 36 hours. I think it's usually a day and a half before you two are going at it. That's actually right. About yeah, 36, that's about right. Yeah. So you guys at least every day and a half are slapping skins. I would say on average, yeah. Like if I go away for a couple of days or something, then obviously that wouldn't work. But, yeah, on average, I would say that's about right. All right, how do you keep up that momentum, Jonathan? Because I'll tell you this, man, because once, once I hit it and it's like I'm, I'm good for like weeks. Well, at least like a few days. I hire somebody to push on the butt cheeks. Makes it oh, easier. All right. <laughs> Behave over there. Uh, let's take a quick break, J-Dubs. We went a little bit long. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I want to go around. You know what we need for this now? We need name tags. Chunks, I need you to get a Sharpie, and I want you to make out little name tags for everybody so that we don't have to just say, hey, you in the blue, hey, you in the pink, because that doesn't really work for radio. We need to know the names of our friends when we get back. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. You feel so good. Oh, well, what's that? Is that peanuts? Yes, it is. Oh, Tommy. Okay. You're so hot. <laughs> it sounds like there's a gun clicking in the background, so I don't know don't if worry I about necessarily... That. Uh, That's just our freak. That just makes it hotter. Mm -hmm. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Open Door Policy 407 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Do you trust line one? Um, Hooch? Hooch. <laughs> All right. Ruster, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? Wait, who is it? 
Yo, it's Lester. Who's Ruster? Lester. Is this uh, Lester Jr.? Yes, sir. Oh, no. Beat it. Go away. <laughs> Turn off your radio right now. Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. Lester Big Hands, your son just heard. Is that your son? Yeah. Turn his mic on. That's your son? Yeah, that's him. Now, here's what I think is great. I love these. I think if you were in a family, fathers and sons, mothers and daughters should all sit together around the radio and listen to shows like this. Because it brings up topics, and it gives you a chance to parent. So right now, Lester Big Hands, I don't want your son on the air because he sounds young, and he shouldn't be listening to this radio program. Because he really doesn't matter to us anyway, technically, when it comes <laughs> yeah. down to it, uh, for what we're trying to do for a living. But he heard you talk about women yes. and um, and aerobics asses. Yes. Do you want to be a good father right now and explain? My son already knows everything. I set him down. I set him down years ago, and I um, I told him everything. But uh, he did ask me how come Chunks had a yeast infection, and I don't know. <laughs> maybe because um, he doesn't clean. He doesn't wash his panties. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of that, and good deflection by the I'm way. I'm a pretty girl. Uh, all right, what's going on here? Hmm. What somebody sent Chunks a, uh, something in the mail? Putin, you've taken a look at it. <laughs> come in here and tell us what it is, so that everybody in the room can hear. Come in here. I want you to come in and announce. Chunk's got something in the mail? Chunk's got a videotape in the mail. <laughs> of what? We're about to find out. I just saw, but I'd like Putin to make the official announcement as to what Chunk's got in the mail. Putin, get there on the one of those microphones. It is a VHS tape? It's a VHS tape. Of what? Of gay porn. Particularly the pizza man he delivers, starring Steve Hansen and other guys. So, Chunks... Chunks, you got a little dude. As a welcome to Orlando, you have gotten gay pornography. I guess. And I love how the idiot intern, I say, hey, watch this tape for me and tell me what's on it. And he runs right in and does it. Well, that's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> Let's hear it for him. Chunks, 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 Chunks. Mo, Likes Mo, Mo. Porn. Likes pizza, guys. Mo, apparently. Mo, Mo. Do they have a lot of sausage? Obviously, extra. So anyway, we were telling this story before we got sidetracked. And um, we'd go around and introduce everybody, but there's just way too many people now. But yesterday, Chunks was busted going through Peanut's um, suitcase, and particularly her undergarments. Uh, we didn't punish him on the air last night because it was a serious offense, offense personally. Yeah, and... Uh... And, like, and it raises trust issues. And we needed to know if we were going to be firing him tonight or what. So we had, we had to sit down with uh, Dan and Catherine this afternoon because they heard about this. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to know where we stood. And we said we still want him on the team, obviously, because I think he has a lot to offer. But he's never allowed in my apartment again. And he has certain privileges here. But where is he going to watch his gay porn at? He doesn't have a VCR. I guess at Bateman's Basement. The two of them live together. They got We don't have a TV or a VCR, so no. I guess that should come. That should be your next gift. Ew. Ew. Yeah. So, Chunks, you said everything was put to, put to rest off the air. Yeah. But you feel like you need to make good somehow. I still feel very badly. And do you have you been able to look at Peanut? Yeah, yeah he's been staring at her like a serial killer. Stop staring. Only, at only from behind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's still not a joking issue. I'm sorry. What do you want to do to make good? 
Well, obviously the most humiliating thing to me is my costume. Which is? Brawn panties. Brawn panties. It's not hers, is it? No. You weren't going over getting a new costume? No. Is that what you were doing, looking for new uh, outfits for the next monster stun-off you're in? Yeah. Well, my old broad pants are getting a little ripe. I think think maybe I should throw them in the wash machine. What do you want to do to make good here in front of all our friends? I don't know. I'm willing to do something with the brawn panties. Maybe watch gay porn in them. Hot sauce or something like that. You want to sit in here and watch some gay porn on the television in your brawn panties? That's awful. No, it's not. Why would you subject yourselves to having to watch it too? I don't care. I'm not a homophobe. Well, turn our back. You can do whatever you do when you watch that gay porn. Turn your back. It's awful. He took it like a man, so did I. <laughs> so what do you want to do, ass? I don't know. Maybe it's something with the hot sauce or icy hot. You know, I'd feel really badly, and that's the one of the most painful things that I've done. Why don't we uh, fill his panties up with icy hot and uh, hot sauce and give him a nice wedgie with it? That, that, that That's a little extreme, but... All right, so we put him in panties I... and his bra... We put hot sauce and icy hot in it, and we give you a wedgie, and you have to sit that way for an entire segment. I don't know if that, what I did was that. You obviously did something that bad. Look at Peanut. She's disgusted by you. She won't even go in that room. I told her to go. Uh, a giant Brian, stay, stay back. Don't go near my cousin. <laughs> it was. Is this satisfactory to you, Peanut? Him doing this? If that's the best you can do, then okay. All right. How about we take it one? We take it up one more notch. While you're getting your hot sauce, icy hot panty wedgie, she gets to kick you in the junk once. That would be way too much. I think it's. No, settled. I think that's perfect. That's ridiculous. All those here in the Jedi Council who agree, say aye. Aye. All opposed. No. Motion passes. Come on, that's ridiculous. Seriously. What you did was ridiculous. And now she's going to kick you uh, where it's ridiculous. So why don't you go get your bra and panties? Put them on. Now, does ha- let me ask you this. Should he do where he puts them on? Or no, do we put the hot sauce? We load it up while, he's at, while it's on him. Oh, we put it while it's on him? So yeah, somebody's actually got to get down there and well, pour it in? Well, just open them up and just kind of squirt it down there. I say we do this. I say, bring me the panties right now with the hot, hot sauce and the icy hot. Immediately. Run! Go get the panties and hot sauce and icy hot. This is what I say we do. Right here. Yeah. Lay out the panties. I put in the hot sauce. And I put in the icy hot. And it's like nice and caked. And we let it simmer there for the rest of this segment. Okay. And then he goes back into the break room and puts them on. Okay. In the green room. Would any of you lovely ladies like to aid him in putting on? Is it? Yay, nay. I hate vagina. I guess it doesn't really matter. That's Chunks calling from the other room, and I guess he doesn't want you to help. Now, is, it, is this satisfactory to everybody? Is everybody okay for seeing this? If some of you want to leave, I understand. Chunks, which panties do you want to wear? You want to wear your nice flower ones? Do we have any rubber gloves? I don't think so. Jesus. Which hot sauce is this? That's Insanity Sauce. It's the Dave's Insanity Sauce. And it's the Icy Hot? Yep. 
Before we do this, do you realize what you did was wrong? You honestly, you realize going through my cousin's suitcase and panties was wrong. Yes. We want to trust you, and we want you to be a part of the team. This is going to help bring back that trust. <laughs> Get your hands dirty, Hepe. No, he smells like a dirty girl. Why don't you reenact what happened yesterday? It looked like it's period. I don't. E- I don't even want to know. Uh, you don't have to, no, no, thank you. I don't want to hear about that. It looks like and it. And it will after this. Yeah, after this. <laughs> Do you want to take a break? Hmm? All right, hold on a second. I can't believe I got these in my hands. Oh. Are they marked? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has some bacon. They haven't been washed, <laughs> haven't been washed since uh, we did the ice stunt when you dunked me in the uh, icy water. All right, which is the front and which is the back? Oh wait, here's the back, the one with the uh, the brown. <laughs> oh, it's so crusty. Stop! That's what stinks in the office. I need some napkins. Who's producing right now? Go get me some napkins. Hurry up, Ron. I didn't need God it. damn. We should have just had him put it on. You think? Yeah. Now that I've already touched it, but I kind of feel... Yeah, King of Queens, what's up? Yeah, what do you think about adding Nair to that mix? Come on. Uh, if we had it, I'd enjoy that. Yeah, any, anybody have any Nair with them? Unfortunately, it's not going to... All right, here we go, Dubs. I got the panties. Why don't you describe what I'm doing? All right. Let me go over there. Now, you're going to put it on the back side, right? Or I want you to put it kind of on the undercarriage, too. All right, that is so dirty. Wait, let me see. Look at this! What is this? Oh. It's like it's a, a dead crab. Oh, you were dirty, man! What's wrong with you? Clean up! Do stuff properly. Buy some baby wipes or something. All right, now he's putting the Dave's and Sandy sauce inside the underwear. Let me see how much you're putting on there. Got a little on the front. Who's been a dirty girl? Come, <laughs> come here, Chunks. Oh. Come here, Chunks. I want you to smooth it over. With your hands. With your hands. Smooth it over. Back like it's caulk. All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, oh we got our buddy Porno Dan. Hey, get Dan's number and call him back because we're about to have to go to break. We'll talk to him right after the commercial break. Pornodan.com, and he's with porn star Brittany Andrews. So hot. All right. Oh, damn, it stinks. All right, here goes the icy hot. Oh, God. <laughs> well, the... Rub it in. Rub, Rub it, it in. Get, make it one nice... Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Damn. Mix up the steel. That's nasty. Hurry man. up! We don't have all the time. All right, let's take a break. We'll let it sit there and simmer. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. Do you want to go get changed into your outfit? Right now? Well, at least put on... Why don't you right here for all these lovely people put on your, uh, your, your, bra, your sports, sports bra. bra? Here, <laughs> use that napkin wipe off. 
To me, this didn't even make up. It doesn't really make up for the trust issues, but it's a start. Mm-hmm. Don't get that nice, tight shirt dirty. Take off your white shirt. Taking it off. Take it off. I want you to face the girls and look the girls straight in the eye when you take it off. Look at them. Give them a little tease. Oh, God, no. Uh, put, your, put your sports bra on. <laughs> it stinks. That's cute. That looks. He looks sexy. It's a little wet. What are you lactating? You see that? Yeah. It's feeding time. All right. Let's take a break. Matt, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, Matt. Hey, I would give you a little piece of advice for the punishment. I had a little knee surgery, and they said for therapy I had to use some of that Icy Hot and to work it out. Mm-hmm. You make him run around the building a couple of times, it's going to loosen up. He'll start to sweat. It'll go in his pores. And then that hot sauce, yeah, he'll be in big trouble. All right, during the commercial break, Chunk say you need to run in place, do jumping jacks, that normal stuff. How about during the commercial break, just right here, you do some sit-ups. You could you use them. them anyway. I'm doing you a favor now. Quick break. We'll come back. I'm sorry, guys. You have to be here for this punishment. You're not, though. We'll take a very quick break, and we'll come back. It's the hideout. <laughs> I just poked him. Oh, that's dirty. Rural Radio 104.1. By myself, and I had so much time to sit down and think about myself, and then there she was. Like double cherry pie. Yeah, there she was, like disco superfly. I smell sex and candy hair. Who's that lounging in my chair? All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs, Friday Night Open Door Policy. Once again, it was a smoke break and not everybody's back in time. And it's amazing that people that that amount of people smoke. We're on the air, so everybody keep quiet as you come back in. New people. Somebody new. Do you fill out a waiver? Make sure you fill out a waiver. Everybody fill out a waiver. Putin, get on that. Where are you at? Hooch, fill out our, get our new friends who are here to make sure they fill out the waiver in the green room before they come in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Now, you guys are welcome. I just need you to fill something out real fast before you come in. It's now literally, I bet, almost 20 people, I would think, that are in here, or at least coming up. Now, what we're doing to get you caught up, Chunks, yesterday it was revealed, went through Peanut's uh, possessions. My cousin Peanut, who's in town from Texas Tech University, when he was moving his stuff out of my apartment, went through uh, her suitcase and specifically her undergarments. And um, it obviously brought up a lot of issues. We made peace off the air, but Chunks felt like he needed to do something on the air in front of our Friday night friends on Friday night open door policy to make good. He came up with some some bra and panties. And I guess somehow it came about hot sauce, um, icy hot, and panty wedgie. Then he marinades in that for a little bit, and Peanut uh, peanut kicks him in the junk. 
and that'll make it all better. Now, mostly it's dudes walking around. One of our rural friends, uh, one of our other friends came in, and he asked during the break, did you really do that? And I said, yes. And he goes, even as a dude, that's messed up. And I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten from women who say that's the ultimate, the absolute ultimate in uh, crossing a line. So now what we're here to do, be careful of the newspaper. Now what we're here to do is punish you. Okay? Yeah, nobody needs to go on the paper, do they? Dub's the guy. Reset everything that's going on. Uh, last break, you and I got out his pink panties with the floral print. Yes. And we put in the Dave's Insanity sauce and the uh, the Icy Hot. It looks like something nasty. It looks like a lot nasty. Yeah. Is there anybody in the green room? Nope. Everybody out? Yeah. Why don't you take the panties? Go put them on. Quickly. Now, Chunks is afraid of you guys seeing his, what he likes to term, dong. So after he puts them on, he's going to put a shirt around. I don't know why it's in any. Don't make fun of those. <laughs> People with those are okay. Um, he's going to put a shirt around, but he's going to sit in this and marinate in it for a little bit. He must be afraid of it. He hasn't seen it in years. <laughs> yeah, he ain't used it in years. Sometimes if you don't use it, it just decides it's going to go back home. Home being your stomach. Now, apparently, we're always prepared here in the hideout. There's Nair, too. I don't think we need to go that There's far. There's Nair strips. I don't think we need to go that far. I think this is enough for the punishment. Look at everybody shaking their head. Look at you guys. I know the girls were feeling sorry for him. Which girls? Who's going? Who's feeling sorry? Um, our new Drew friend? Drew and uh, her friends. Really? No, Drew wasn't, but... Yeah, I was thinking either a kick in the balls or the, the whole... Well, he, we're going to do both. Yeah, and they talked me into that. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> drop the shirt. All right, Chunks is back in here. He doesn't want to drop the shirt because he's afraid of showing just, it. Just drop the shirt for a second so they can see the stain. Just see the stain. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's a heavy flow day. So, oh, turn it. <laughs> Baby needs his diaper changed. Dubs, give me your uh, your top shirt. Do you mind giving me that? We need to cover up this webcam right here. Oh, I don't think the webcams are working, but... Or unless one of the ladies wants to give us their shirt. That would be great. All right, nobody's jumping to. Damn, you guys. Trumps, is it in there? Are you feeling it yet? Feeling my legs. How does it feel? I feel on my legs a lot. Is it burning right now, or? It's kind of low enough for my leg, where it's just starting to get a little bit uncomfortable. Hot. All right, Chunks. You ready for the wedgie? Yeah, can't wait. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, Chunks, why don't you turn around? Everybody, keep it to a loud moan so that everybody can see the stain. All right, Chunks, you ready for your wedgie? Yeah, can't wait. What happened to your butt? There isn't one. It's gone. It's an any two, surprisingly. <laughs> Somehow. It's, it's like an ironing board turned sideways. It's back and then hamstring. I don't know how that happens. What's wrong? You ready? Yeah. Why do I have to do it? <laughs> I'll do it. Lester Big Hand? I will do it. Come on over, Lester. Go back down now, baby. 
right, here we go. I need you to give him. Now, don't break. Don't break it. But... We're, we're going to do it on the count of three. Uh, one, one, two, two three. three. Mo. Oh! What's wrong, Chunks? <laughs> Is it burning? That's a tender area. <laughs> he's got he's got the panties that you've all seen him on RealRadio.fm with, with the icy hot and the Dave's insanity sauce. Kind of laced throughout them. And Lester Big Hands just gave him the biggest wedgie I've ever seen. I think it's just big because it's. A big ass. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> now you got to stay this way for ten minutes. I've never seen a man cry as much about a wedgie. I, I don't want to hear you grunting and groaning. Can you be quiet? It's like you're watching your new video. Yeah, it's like you got your new pizza delivery video. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second while I talk to Chunks. Chunks. Chunks, talk. Hold on. Stop yelling. Stop yelling. Think I stop, ass? God damn it! Stop yelling. <laughs> yelling isn't. Yelling isn't good. Bite on this. Bite on this. Get it away. Bite on it. Get it away. Pepper just pulled down his pants. Oh, I did it. Oh, okay. Bite on this. Come on. I don't want that damn thing. Get it away. It's okay. This is gonna. I don't want you screaming. Screaming's not good for the radio. Bite yourself. Stop. Keep... Going in front of me, I hate it. Get on top of the. <laughs> are you okay? Why are you beating on the floor? That's not the floor didn't do that. Yeah, somebody. I think we need to. Uh... Now hold on a second. We need to take a commercial break. Okay. So he needs to be like this during the commercials. We'll come back and Peanut will kick him in the junk. No. Yes. It's not happening. It's happening. I swear happening. to God, I'll deck her. I swear to God. Why? You did that. You went through her panties. We'll take a break. We'll come back and Peanut will kick him in the junk and everything will be better. I want you to look at Peanut and say you're sorry. Say you're sorry to Peanut. We give the guy a choice. Hold on, hold on. We'll talk about it during the break. Are you crying? Get on the paper. Hit him. Hit him in the nose. Get on the paper. Get away. Get on the paper. Stand on the paper. Don't. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Squeal like a pig. On the paper. <laughs> God, get away from me. Ah! Now you know the pain peanut went through when you went through ah! her underwear. Hers was mental. Ah! 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 It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Ah! All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Friday night open door policy. A lot, a lot of, of friends here. I do appreciate everybody coming by. Some old favorites, some new friends. Actually, a buddy who listened to us up in D.C., Jacobs. Nice. He was here. Uh, he came down here, I guess, in July. He uh, listened right after the St. Pat's Spat, in which I beat you up uh, with Ron and <laughs> yeah. Fez. All right. 
Unanimous. I, actually, yeah, that night I lost my dreads, and I've been bald ever since, thank to God. Um, all right, here's what's happening. Chunks just did the Dave's Insanity Sauce Icy Hot Atomic Wedgie uh, with panties as a punishment for going through my cousin Peanut's uh, underwear. underwear and suitcase because she came to visit, stay with her. She's essentially like a little sister to me. I hope her uh, stuff didn't look like his stuff when we... Uh, I don't even know or care or want to I'm even think. I'm just hoping. I don't even want to think about it. I do. Um, <laughs> here's what happened during the commercial break. Everybody here was here, saw it. We turn off the microphones, and Chunks goes even crazier, like yelling and screaming and literally out of control. And I tell him to go into the green room to shut up. <laughs> And I, I go in there, I follow him into the green room. And Dubs, this is the first time. I feel kind of bad. Really? Why? Now, here, hold on a second. First of all, what he did was atrocious. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the mental scarring and the trust issues between me and him are seriously in jeopardy. However, when you see a grown man... In a sports bra <laughs> and stained panties, crying, on. <laughs> crying. Stop talking. It tugs at the heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I got to clean up a little bit what he said to me. Something about his ass and something about the pits of hell. You also mentioned something else to me. Something about his uh, manhood mm-hmm. and something about it being discolored. A discoloring. <laughs> See, I think he's getting off light. If like he was taken to jail or something, they'd castrate him. So I, I think we're... Well, here's the other thing, too. It was red hot sauce. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to cause discoloring. I've... A lot of times we've done stunts with chunks... And he's gone insane. But later, an hour later, usually, he's right back there. Doing his job. Running the board. Running the talk and roll controls. Today, he just ran out. He grabbed his clothes. Where'd he go? (laughs) He threw on his shorts, and he ran away. Now, he's run away before at the thought of taser shots. But usually you can handle this kind of stuff. He's done Icy Hot before. Mm-hmm. I guess with the Insanity Sauce, it kind of takes it up a notch. Now, it was his idea. Yeah. As no, we look not around. really. It was kind of our idea, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. As I look around, you guys here in the hideout, <clears throat> does anybody here feel bad? Raise your hands. Everybody, let's go. Raise your hands. All right, you do right there. Get on the mic. I'm sorry. What's your name? Christina. Christina. Get around right on top of the microphone. As you saw Chunks there in pain, did you did you feel a little guilt? I feel really bad for him. Did you understand what he did, though? I do understand what he did, and it was horrible, but... But, like, when you see a grown man crying because of his panties burning, <laughs> that... That makes you feel bad? I do. I think it's a little harsh. What would have been okay? Just kicking him? Just having him kicked. That's it. 
All right, now all the guys are like, whoa, wait a second. (laughs) You obviously don't have have these. Bateman. Yes. Have you found chunks? Uh, No. Should we get Putin to see if we can go find them? Well, I don't know. I don't really care the strippers are here. What? Yeah, they're in the green room. Time to move on. As much as I'd like to talk about chunks and, and what he's got going on. The pain goes away, doesn't it? You don't feel bad anymore. My soul is cleansed. Yeah. As the strippers get here. Now all we need is ecstasy and a barbecue, and we have a party. We have church. Um, <laughs> I was go- okay, but fine. I wasn't even going to go there, but fine. Um, all right, here's what we need to do. I need Putin. I need. What are you doing, Rich? We're on the air. You can't have a conversation in your phone. Go outside if we're gonna have a conversation. Um, my other, my are other, you calling the hotline? What's going on? The other favorite thing is that I we always say bring your own headphones, and how many people showed up with headphones? They did. People have brought their own headphones, and that's what three out of twenty. That's fine. All right, let's take a break. And how come the one week I expected to eat, no one brought food? I know. Last week it was a potluck. <laughs> there was pizza. There was burgers. Fried chicken today. I'm starving. Didn't eat. There's nothing. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come <laughs> back. I guess we'll bring in the strippers. I guess. But I want to actually go to try and find chunks. Putin, do you want to come with me? Did you find him? Have you seen him? You didn't see him? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. I appreciate you guys coming here on what could be chunks' last night. <laughs> What if there's some serious scarring? I hope so. Scabs? I'm sure there already is. That's why it burns so bad. <laughs> Stop. We'll take a break. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tony, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'll have to in J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe missing in action. I think he went to go look for Chunks. Has he called in yet? Uh, not that I know of. I uh, Maybe Chunks uh, finally got him. What do you mean, got him? Well, after all the abuse over the years, maybe finally just snapped. And, and he said he was going back there to uh, check on the strippers. So, Well, we know they're yeah. safe, then. <laughs> not actually, a whole lot you can do. Speaking of uh, hot chicks, we actually have uh, Porno Dan and Brittany Andrews on the phone. If oh, like yeah, to let's go to them. them. Hey, what's up? J-Dubs, how you doing, buddy? Where are you at, Dan? I'm in Erotica, L.A. here in Los Angeles, California. Is it a award show or something, or what's going on? Uh, it's a big convention right now going on. There's uh, Every single star in the business is here. All the companies are exhibiting. And who do you got for us? What's that? And who do you got for us? Um, right now, I just walked outside because I've been on hold, but I'm about to go grab Brittany Andrews. Oh, nice. But for the next few days, I'm going to do it just so you know. Is I'm going to be actually videotaping for all your listeners, um, me going around and interviewing all the girls and asking them questions. And then you guys can play some games with your listeners uh, after the see what type of answers they respond to the questions we give them. All right, cool. Um, now, uh, Hang on one second. I'm walking in. Right. Hang on one second. I'm walking in the convention right now. Right, now, Porno Dan is one of our friends from D.C. He actually is an amateur porn maker, uh, award-winning. Hang on. God bless. He always tried to get different interns of ours to star in different Yeah, and for some movies. reason, we, we've had uh, the chance to get Chunks in a porn, and he turned it down. And actually, there was What's even one porn star the, uh, yeah. that didn't that huh? didn't even have to be on, on video. Yeah, she'd just do them. 
just for no reason, and he turned that down. Hey, what's up, Brittany? Hey, I'm just uh, hanging out at the uh, the Club Jenna booth, talking to the uh, Miss Jenna Jameson's people. Oh, nice. Now, what uh, what's going on out there? What are you uh, doing? Like, uh, what is, I'm sorry. What's going on out here? What? Are you, what are you uh, What are you pushing right now? Oh well, me. I'm 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 pushing things into. Uh, all right, all right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, all right. Hi. <laughs> yeah, make sure you have your your bleeper on when it comes to me. Yeah. Um. No, I actually uh, I I produce, direct, and distribute five different uh, movie series. So uh, I'm here just uh, talking to different distributors because uh, we distribute all different kinds of ways, like from uh, cable to uh, video on demand, internet, cell phone, you name it. Uh, I'm always pushing it. And uh, then I also I have 16 websites. And uh, my newest website is with uh, Club Jenna, so that's why I was over there schmoozing with them. It's uh, clubbrittany.com. All right. Uh, Porno Dan and Brittany Andrews from L.A. right now on the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Um, how did you and Porno Dan become friends? I mean, obviously, other than the porn thing, how did you two hook up? By the well, way... It was kind of funny because he um, he came to a booth that I was at one year with a bunch of hot, yummy, cute little girls that wanted to shoot with me. And at that particular time, I was just starting to shoot a lot of content again. So I said, fabulous, you know, let's shoot together. And I actually was booked uh, in D.C. like a week after that. So we got together in D.C. And... Um, we had sex together one time on film, <laughs> and um, and I never I never do that with my friends. And so in the middle of it, I was like, "This is kind of weird." So uh, my my body knew before my brain that we were going to become friends. I was like, "This ain't ever going to happen again." Uh, uh, if I don't do that with my friends, so now we're just uh, production partners. We we go around the world traveling, and I'm sure you do. I uh, shoot his camera, he shoots my camera, and uh, we share all the costs of everything, and. Uh, and I, I boss him around, I tell him what to do, and he deals with it. All right, let me talk to Dan for a second. Brittany Andrews in the hideout, okay. Real, Real Radio 104.1. Hold, hold on one second. Where'd he go? Is he smoozing? Hello. Hey, Porno Dan, what's up, buddy? What's what? I here, guys. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm doing outstanding, actually, guys. Um, Porno Dan, I don't know if you already talked about this stuff. I'm having a hard time hearing, unfortunately. There's too many knuckleheads around me. Uh, is a buddy of ours from Washington, so, yeah, D.C. Uh, how, how are things looking for me coming down uh, for your big uh, bash on June 1st? All right, well, hold on. Well, I had to dump that because we don't know if that's official yet, but we're supposed to be having a, uh, we could be having a party at some point. Okay. And, yeah. um, all right, oh, we lost him. <laughs> It's just too hectic. Yeah. If he calls, <laughs> yeah. if he calls back, we're just gonna have to uh, tell him that we're just he's a good guy. But he, well, it's just tough. It's a little crazy when he's out at these things. Well, when they're out there uh, at these events, it's just it goes in, in crazy. All right. Speaking of crazy, I'm sorry that I was late coming oh, back, J Dubs. Um, first of all, we got lovely women from the Diamond Club who are here to hang out with us. Um, the Jedi Council is excited about that. But I was down on the first floor in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. With chunks. Oh, that can't be good. Was there a hole in the wall? No. Okay. Not yet, but he was beating, <laughs> he was beating his fists. Um, here's the problem. Uh, chunks is down there still screaming. In fact, the Diamond Club was telling me that when they were walking up, they heard a grown man screaming <laughs> when they were trying to get inside. Is this Chunks? Chunks. Hey, chunks. Is this good enough for you? Is it? Ah! What's wrong? Don't work. What's wrong? Don't work. Hold on a second. Don't work. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop talking. All right. Hold on a second. 
<laughs> uh, he just screamed that his his stuff don't work. <laughs> Uh, he well, of told, course, it's covered in hot sauce. Uh, he even told me too that um, it's numb, and not only is it numb, but his arms are going numb. What do you mean his arms are going numb? That's because of uh, I told, bad circulation. I told him, calm down, because I I don't know if you know I'm athlete, and uh, <laughs> in my day, what, are you bowling. <laughs> it, <laughs> In my day, oh. I uh, I had happened to get icy hot in the in the bad part or in the area. Yeah, and you, and that was with a cup, like holding it in and everything, and it was really really bad, and it hurts. But I told him at this point what's going on is he's panicking. Mm-hmm. He's panicking, hyperventilating because there's discoloration and he can't feel it. <laughs> no reason to panic. If you just stay calm, if you stay calm. Everything will be okay. Chunks. Mean to. Chunks. I didn't mean to. Didn't, didn't mean, mean to, to what? what? I tried to. I have been late two and a half years, and Almost I'm three, sorry. right? It was almost three years, right? I'm sorry, dude. I do bad things. I'm stupid. I'm not a bright kid. I'm dumb. Nobody loves me. I should have been shot as a kid. Hello? Yeah, we hear you. <laughs> we hear you. I'm pathetic and stupid, dude. I don't got nothing. Now, I don't got. I don't got feeling. No, everything's numb down there. Now let me hold on. Let me ask and you. Boom goes the dynamite. Let me I'm ask. Sorry. Let me ask you. Do you feel like this makes up for what you did to Peanut? It's the best I can do. No, what do you I'm mean? Not a smart kid. What I do you can't mean? Rule people with poetry. I can't say smart things. I'm not funny. The only thing I have to do is put icy hot in my bum. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Are you going to stop crying and come back up here so you can get kicked in the jump? I can't. I can't do it, dude. It don't work. If it's numb, you'll be fine. Yeah, you have nothing to worry about. It ain't working. Maybe it'll bring the feeling back. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. Don't apologize to him. Apologize to Peanut. Jesus. Jesus. All right, hold I on a second. I, I'm not going to have you sitting there moaning. And praying to Jesus. Some, I'm not even going to say it because it could be really bad. Um, but I'm down there, so I'm down there in the first floor bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because if you, if you want to go down. Feel free. Um, he's walking. Like, I walk in. He's in the far stall. And I can tell because it's shut. And these dirty stained panties. Like underneath the door. I'm assuming that's where Chunks is. I don't know. So I go over there and I'm like, dude, can I get you anything? How are you doing? And he starts yelling and screaming for soapy paper towels. Like he needs soapy paper towels. So I got him a few soapy paper towels. He wanted Putin to get him some drinks or something. What and kind of drinks? He wanted like a, shots? He wanted to smoke down there. I'm like, no, you're not going to smoke. There's a sprinkler right above you. You're not smoking. And he said he wanted to call in and um, and show that he's sorry. And I think he just effectively did that. I don't think so. Now, he does still have to get kicked. Yeah, he does. I'm so, that's the parameters that were set up, and I kind we of feel bad about it. Yeah, we it. can't bend. Peanut, let me, well, it's up to Peanut. She's the one who got violated. Well, at least he went through her panties. 
Uh, Peanut, my, co- yes. my cousin, after listening to everything that happened to Chunks and what he's gone through so far, um, as a family member of mine, are you now willing to take leniency on him and not take it a step mm. further for him to be kicked in the junk? Well, I've been thinking about it, and I guess that I'll take leniency. Really? Oh. Uh, Everybody's disappointed. I'm sorry. Except for the other ladies. The other ladies are now all of a sudden happy that Chunks isn't going to get kicked in the the junk. Not all of them. Some of them wanted to see it. I'd love to, but, I mean, come on. Is it too much? Uh, A little. Now, what was more disturbing to you, Peanut? By the way... You grew up with me. I mean, we're like family, you and I. Yes. You guys actually are family. Well, yeah, I guess we are. Um, do you, uh, are you ashamed of what I do for a living? And Absolutely not. Great. I'm proud of you. Are you going to go back and tell the family about this? No. Thank you. I appreciate it. I want them to have no idea of what it is that we do, unless it's on the Internet. Um, all right, Peanuts, so you're taking leniency on chunks then. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Now, the only way that that can be um, overruled is by the Jedi Council. So, <laughs> all of you, uh, if you would like to overrule Peanuts' uh, ruling, let me hear you say uh, aye. Aye. Nays? Eyes win. Chunks will get kicked in the junk before the end of the show. I'm sorry. We have our own little rules in the hideout, yeah. Peanut. Checks and balances. It's our own judicial system. We're not like the president. We want to make sure everybody has an even voice. I completely understand. I like you. And thank <laughs> you for being understanding. Right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll chat with our uh, friends from the Diamond Club. Anybody interested in a wedgie? No? No, all right. no. no I don't think they are. Hey, Ice Cap? All right, now Giant Brian's. Brian. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden he wants to. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I want to go around. I want to ask the ladies here who's lesbian and who's not. And the reason is, is before I start fawning over anyone, I need to know. Because last time we were in here. Yeah. Um, you don't want to buy drinks for someone. Yeah. Who, <laughs> right. Serious. Why waste the money? Hooch brought in her friends who were all hot. And uh, we're sitting here fawning over them for two hours. And it turns out they're not even remotely interested because of our packages. So we'll go around the room and we'll find out who's what. And then we'll ignore you, basically. Usually they're you know, not interested because of the lack thereof. But <laughs> We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1, Seth A and Dubs, 407-916-1041, and Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phones. <clears throat> Dubs, I don't even know where we go from here. I'm. Uh, have we heard back from Chunks? Bateman. I forgot about him. I keep. He's out of my mind. Is he really? Yeah. We I have mean, girls I, here. I know we got girls here, but I am. He is a part of the team, kind of. Kind of, you're acting like he's human or something. For another few hours. Did you call him? He didn't pick up, and uh, Putin's going down to find him again. Okay, he was talking about his arms. He <laughs> had a heart attack? Yeah. Let's you somebody sh- out? Have Putin stay downstairs with him. You don't seem that worried. <laughs> I'm just really ready to just call it a weekend. 
<laughs> well, we have three more segments, so hang in there. <sighs> it's been a great week so far. Let's keep going. It has been. We'll just keep on. All right. Now, here's the thing. Um, I guess joining us now in the hideout, along with our Friday night open door policy, um, let's do a head count. I mean, how many people? Oh, I thought. Okay, it's fine. Head, I've like it's fine. We can count on shoulders and how okay. many people are in here. Uh, John from the John, right? Yes. John from the Diamond Club is here. He brought a couple of uh, of ladies in with him. Now you were listening the other night, open door policy, and you decided you had to bring some beautiful women down. Always, every night on the way home. I uh, well, I first of all, I appreciate that. What do you do over there? Are you in charge of publicity? Um, no, I'm just one of the daytime floor guys. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Like bouncer? Yeah. Have you ever got to, like, throw somebody out and, like, beat them um, up? Not there. Not there? No. Uh, but you have in the past, maybe? Yes. Other clubs that we own, so. All right, so you had you have had to get oh, down yeah. and dirty. Can you, you kick some ass? Um, Are you training? Probably not now. No, no, no. Just you, army. You think you beat up Lester? Sitting next to him? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe if he leaves my watch alone, he doesn't grab my watch. But. Yeah, he said, well, no, it's so funny because John, no, hold on a second. Yeah, I know you're thinking that's racist, okay. but John sits down. John sits down and Lester looks over and you say what? Nice watch. <laughs> and so we should just rename you Devo. <laughs> because you got this big guy come over, nice watch. <laughs> Let me have it. That's my grandma's watch. Um, so anyway, you're here at the Diamond Club. You got, like, presents and stuff? Yeah, we got some passes for you, some T-shirts and everything. And that, uh, we also said uh, anybody that mentions real radio in the hideout tonight when they go up there, get them free admission. Wow. Nice. From now until closing. So all they got to do is mention all happy J-Dubs, Real Radio, and the hideout. They're in for free. All right, look at that. Look at us making friends, Dubs. I love it. Well, Giving you know, deals. Welcome to Orlando. I really appreciate I'm telling you, man, we're having a blast so far. Obviously, you can tell right now <laughs> um, with everything that's going on. Um, all right, let's meet, let me see these T-shirts you got. All right, well, let's see. What we got Who wants there? T-shirts? Lester, you happy with a T-shirt? Yes, Lord. All right, everybody who wants a T-shirt. T-shirt, hats. Hats, all kinds of free stuff. Oh, I want that hat. Uh, Let me see that. Boxers. <laughs> All right, chunks. Chunks needs <laughs> Those are for... He needs some underwear. <laughs> what do they say on the back? I got my ass kissed at the Diamond Club. Ooh. <laughs> and those nice. are, like, good. Those are, like, Hanes. All right. Well, so, they're... I signed the crotch for you. You signed the crotch? Yeah. All right, we got more. Oh, look at this. Chunks, 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 chunks. Come on over, brother. Hey, you want a seat? Have a seat. Uh-uh. Oh, you don't want to sit down? <laughs> What's going on? We got you, by the way. We got you some undies. The ladies brought you some nice Hanes underwear that say, I got my ass kissed at the Diamond Club. You see that? Ass kissed? <laughs> I can't. Did you, just, did you just run a marathon or something? What's wrong with you? Why are you so... um Out of breath. Let me have that black one. I want the black one. I'm gonna wear the black one. All right. So, chunks, how are you? Uh, is it you hurting? You hurting right now? It's just numb. What's numb? It's the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. I thought you said it was numb. Yeah, because if it's numb, you don't really have pain. No. All right. Everybody, quiet. We're trying to talk to chunks. You can handle t-shirts later. <laughs> There's some important going on. You want to look at these beautiful women behind you from the Diamond Club? You want to say hi? Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's going on behind them? Hey. Now, I'm not sure, but I think Chunks may have actually danced against some of them when he uh, competed. Yeah, I thought she looked familiar. This one? Yes. I think so. I you know? 
Maybe it was the week beforehand then. <laughs> at uh, Cairo. Cairo. At, at Cairo. Yeah, I did the um, <clears throat> dance competition. Yeah. Did you do it against Chunks? Do you remember a guy? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that was the week. They were there the week before. Do you want to dance? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chunks is now doing a little dance for Chunks, you. turn around real quick. Go other way. What's going on behind you? <laughs> what's that? What's stuffed in your pants? I gotta get it out. It hurts. Is that a t-shirt? Yeah. Why you got a t-shirt down there? Because it was so bad. I just want to get it out. Why are you all like red and like scabby on your belly? That was like that. <laughs> wow. I'm proud of you, bro. You you've handled your business very well tonight. Now you realize that My arms are numb. Why are they numb? Just numb. All right, now do you still feel sorry for him? Um we're just going to have to call Christina. you Christina. Christina. All right, that's your name from now on if it is or not. Do you still feel sorry for Chunks? He's in here looking at him. I do feel sorry for him. Chunks, you see that? You're winning the sympathy from the ladies. Uh. <laughs> Why'd you rub your eyes, you uh. idiot? Uh. Did, you, uh. did you really just rub uh. your eyes? Oh, uh. no. Uh. 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 Oh, God. You're like a retarded baby. Here, do you um, you think a hug from the ladies would help me make you feel better? <laughs> we got Captain Caveman in here. Yeah. All the girls from uh, the That's better. <laughs> Ow. Ah. Now. Now, Peanut, I don't know if you, I don't know if you realize this, Chunks. I don't want to touch you. Um, I don't know if you realize this, but Peanut said she feels bad enough, and so we do not. She. Got overruled by the Jedi Council, though. So. Oh. <laughs> it's like a magician pulling. All the handkerchiefs out. He just pulled the largest T-shirt from out of behind his pants. Looked like a hoodie. No, 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 no. Keep your pants on. I'll show you I did bad. I'll do it. Are you, do you have underwear on? Do you have, do you have underwear on? No. Oh, God. Right, do oh, it stinks, man. Oh, that shirt oh, is rank. It ain't no fun for me. <laughs> do it. All right, do you want Peanut? Peanut, do you want to do it, or can I do it, or? Uh, why don't you go ahead? I'm not real sure I want to, you know, get close. Peanut, come on over. Kick him. You got to come kick him. It's only fair. He should probably come back here. There's more room, room to wind up. No. Oh, God, it really does smell. You need to wash. Ladies, if you want to move over there, feel free. As much as I want you by me. Ugh. Take that out of here. Look at everybody coughing. All right, everybody be quiet. Everybody quiet. All right, Chunks, Take, move your keys. Move, move your keys. That's a good thing. All right, well, now what do you want to do? Hit him with the chancla. Oh, you want to hit him with the sandal? All right. 
Everybody quiet. Quiet. On the radio. Quiet. Chunks, move your keys. Ready, Chunks? Yeah. One. Two. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> One. Two. Three. Oh! 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 And notice that it doesn't hurt so bad. Does, it, does the numbing effect really work? Should you do it again? Oh, oh, you don't. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. His knees are buckling. Let's go to break. We'll come back. Oh, jeez. All right, we'll go to break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Cafe and Dubs on a Friday night open door policy. Oh man! All right, so uh, Chunks is—he um, may have actually left already. Yeah. He—he um, he was outside, and I got to sit down. Sorry. Enough standing. Um, Chunks went back there, and he was shaking. Shaking like he was having a like it was uncontrollable seizure or something. Yeah, like it was kind of some kind of uncontrollable just shapes. But we gave him a T-shirt. He put on one of the shirts from the Diamond Club, which we appreciate. John and the lovely ladies are here from uh, the Diamond Club, and um, so he's he's walked out. I don't know. I told him to go ahead and take the rest of the night off if he wanted. I think he probably deserved it yeah. at this point. Um, I don't know. He he did sniff your. Okay, I know. I, uh, I don't know if he sniffed or not, sorry. Uh, we're just beyond it. We're beyond it at this point. He went through my cousin's... Tied it around. Stop. He, um, at this point, we've just kind of moved, we've moved like on. The- I, stop it. I'm asking you, please. Okay. Uh, to move on from what he did. Rubber's <clears throat> feet in it. All right, so let's look around. Let's... Hmm. He actually does have a foot fetish. Yes, he does. And... That's the scary part. I'm, I'm sure he's more turned on by our socks. There might be a present in one of them. Come on, man. Like some sort of depository? Yeah. All right, let me look around. And you don't have to say what it is as we're here in the uh, the hideout in this Friday night open door policy. Wow, look at the collection of friends we have. I know. <laughs> I love it. Very diverse. I love that, too. That's a great thing about the hideout. Um, let me see by show of hands who... Uh, who do who does something just a little bit freakier when it comes to sex? All right, Jonathan and Drew, we know, please. And yeah. this, and and our stripper friends from the Diamond Club also raise their. The hands. rest of you guys don't have to be you shy have to be about shy. it. Nobody knows. It's just us here in the hideout. Nobody can see you on the radio. Let me look around. So everybody else is normal then, when it comes to uh, sexual activity. And by normal, I'm just talking about yeah, you know, missionary. <sighs> All right, SBK is sending me messages that I can't even read. What's wrong with you, man? Um, here on the Inside Instant Messenger. Dubs, the dirtiest you got? 
the freak is? You know, I don't get that freaky. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, no, I'll make her wear pigtails and that kind of stuff, and it's nothing, you know, pet about it, but you know, it's just kind of hot. All right, just whatever you say. There's nothing. There's nothing pet about it. I'm thinking of her as a consenting adult. I swear. <laughs> um, but as we go around here, and we look at some of our friends, I see that some of them could be kind of dirty. You got, you got to, I got to apologize for a second. Why is that? I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm a little worried. About what? Chunks. I'm, I'm, really? I'm sitting here, I'm trying to have a conversation with you guys, we're trying to have fun here in the hideout, but you didn't see him downstairs, and you didn't just see him. Well, I think Monday is going to be punished for uh, taking away from the show. For, for, it's, it's inexcusable. There's a show going on. All right, let's talk to the ladies from the Diamond Club for a second. Now, I forget who's who, so what's your names? Um, if you want to talk right on top of that microphone. I'm Kitty. All right, you're Kitty. And oh, you're Sabrina. Your mom uh, named you that, right? That's uh, your birth given, right? It's on the certificate, isn't it? <laughs> she loves cats. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, who doesn't? All right, Lester. <laughs> <laughs> like we, your, your son's listening, okay? Your son's listening. Um, so you ladies, you dance over at the Diamond Club then. Right, yeah. Do you have a particular favorite song that you guys are dancing to right now? Do you prefer to dance to uh, hip-hop or rock? I used to dance to hip-hop, but I make more money if I dance to rock. Really? So I switched to rock. What's your favorite band you're dancing to now? Um, I like to dancing to a lot of classic stuff, like ACDC and... I see something like a... Shook, old stuff, but... Shook me all night long. I could see where the, mm. you know, the guys go. Now, do you guys have like a two-for-one? Where it's... Uh, two for Tuesdays? No, 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 no. It's like it's like a two for Tuesday where you get you yeah, know, two songs for the price of one. Yeah, two songs for the price of At one. At seven o'clock, like right when we open, if you come in, every girl gets on stage, you get to see all the girls, and then we do a everybody gets a free dance, and then it's um, two songs for fifteen, so you save you five bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, um... You gotta be there at 7. It's best time to go is early and you can see all the girls because it's like transition from day girls to night girls. Oh, that's so, always that's always my favorite part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the locker room like? Um... I know you, you don't have to talk about it specifically because here's the thing. We had some friends who danced at a club up in D.C. Mm-hmm. And, um... Okay, just because you turn on the ACDC doesn't mean she's gonna dance. <laughs> I don't know. Mickey. I don't know what. Big I'm just setting a mood. <laughs> but we had friends up in DC who danced at what was the name of that club, Bateman? Good uh, guys. Good guys. Good guys up in DC, and they would tell us about some of the stuff that would go on in the uh, yeah in the <laughs> locker room. It was like a guy's locker room almost, where there were no there were no doors on the stalls. <laughs> yeah, they're not. We can't lock them. So. But there aren't even doors. So their favorite thing to do, I don't know how I could phrase this, is while a girl is sitting on the toilet. Uh, just people are watching yeah, while you and, go to the restroom. And laughing. Sometimes they don't close them. <laughs> I mean, you can. There's just no. <laughs> now, Dubs, you find that hot. Yeah, it's very hot. I mean, what, what's higher than, you know, uh, okay, two I don't girls even... looking at each other while well, one's doing that act? Yeah. I, actually, I could probably think of a lot of stuff that's probably hotter. What are you talking about? If they were kissing or... I also like uh, football games in the mud, too. So. All right, that's enough. Enough of you and your, your talking and your humor. Actually, just enough. Turn off your microphone give it to Lester. Because at this point, he deserves more. Um, so out there to... No, not you. I was talking to him. Um, 
So, ladies, um, is there anything, like, in particular? Do you, do you usually go home with a lot of money? Is there anything? Do you look forward whenever you're getting to work and saying, tonight's going to be a good night, I'm going to make a lot of cash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys working tonight, the two of you? Um, yeah, actually. As soon we're going as, back is when yeah. we're done. As soon, you're leaving here and you're Can going? Can you tell? I get. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if you usually wear the glitter, like, uh, uh, on off nights, too. Right, let me ask you. This is a question I always wanted to ask a, a dancing lady. Why the glitter? Because you know the glitter's just going to get the dudes in trouble. Yeah. I have glitter on me when I go home sometimes, and I I get accused of stuff, and I don't know where it came from. you just been in the hideout. Yeah. You weren't doing anything. Just a couple strippers around, and it got flung around. I didn't know. And is, is what? I was doing you know, arts and crafts. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so what is it about the uh, the glitter? Why the glitter? Does it make you... It just looks good under the light. We try not to wear it too much on our body. I kind of... I try to look nice for you tonight, but... Oh, you do, sweetie. Usually do. I don't put on too much body glitter because of that. They don't turn, like it. Turn like, down the lights down. When then. their wife sees all the glitter. Yeah. Yeah, turn the lights down a little bit, then. See? All right, who wants to kiss who now? Now that we got the lights <laughs> down. Well, all we have is the palm tree here. Let's do uh, Seven Minutes in Heaven. You Two want? people go into the... Uh... All right, how about we play Spin the Bottom? All right, here's the, here's the circle. Giant Brian... King of Queens, Lester Big Hands, John, Cable Guy, and Dubs. Let's get a bottom. In that circle? Don't be an ass. Let's get the bottle, and we'll put it in the middle of the table. Hey, let me set the mood for you. What? I was laying. Okay. Oh. What's going on back there? Jay Dubs, you feel so good. That's Thank peanuts. You, peanut. Stop with the peanut Thank drops. You, peanut. That's no good. That's my cousin. Oh, what? All those have to get destroyed. No. <laughs> They're on some I'm going to destroy them tonight, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want some Icy Hot too, ass? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap this show up. We never found out who's, uh... You girls into girls? Is that your thing? Anybody want to raise a hand or two? <laughs> List Lester, put the hand down. We know already. We know. Um, use it exclusively, girls. You also like dudes. No, too. both. It's so beautiful. What? <laughs> Lester, behave. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about um, female bisexuality and why it's the greatest thing uh, on earth. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch on a Friday night, J-Dubs. 407-916-1041. No need for phone calls. You already no? Got, man, plenty of friends here. If we want to talk to people, we got plenty of... I'm sure there's a lot that we could go through and uh, ask about. Um, our friends from the Diamond Club are here. Thank you to John for bringing in Kitty and... You? <laughs> You're very nice. I'm, so, I'm really bad with names and I don't remember why. I uh, <laughs> I think we got Christina over there. I think I remember that. We got Drew. And Jennifer? I remember that one. I don't know why. She's got the look that I like. Um, as we go around the room, J-Dubs, I, I, I want to talk about something, but I worry whether or not it's uh, smart, too. What do you mean? All right. King of Queens, I'm going to need you to stand up, please. Hmm? Yeah. Um, Jennifer, I need you to sit in that chair. Drew, I need you to get on the other mic. There's been something going on all night that, um, quite frankly, has also had me distracted other than chunks. Really? What is it? 
These girls have been sitting in the corner of the hideout, um, and I'll keep it clean. On each other's laps. On each other's laps. Groping. And as I look at the two... Hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, I completely approve. Just so you know. <laughs> I, Thank you. You have my blessing. You, you really do. Um, now, I heard someone complaining, and I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, Drew. It's up to you. Or do you want to, Jonathan? Oh, feel free. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Drew feels like Jennifer here is a, is a bit of a tease. No? No, 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 no. She totally is, 100%. Oh, She's cute and all. All right, but... now, here's the thing about, all right, here's, here's the thing, and I, I think everybody looks around the room. Now, nah, real quiet. Even the, the, the girls from the Diamond Club are interested right now. <laughs> here's what I see when I look at Jennifer. I see, um, what's her name? Garden yeah. State. Yeah. Natalie Portman. Natalie yeah, Portman. Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman with short black hair and amazing cans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, quiet, 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 everybody. In fact, all the dudes keep it zipped. This is a moment with me and the ladies. What about me? Shh. Uh-huh. You're one of the dudes. So, um, <laughs> um, are you... Jennifer, at all interested in Drew, who is uh, hot, too. Are you interested in that kind of a way, like mm-hmm. the two of you being maybe more than um, friends? Yes, Drew, if you'd like to answer first. She, she has a girl phobia. Well, like oh, she oh, has oh. a phobia, if you will. Okay, all right. All right. Yes. So, no, that's okay. You're afraid. That's fine. You're afraid of girl parts. No, that's fine. I mean, you know, chapter 10. Uh, I don't blame you. Um, it's scary. Anyone who's seen The Predator knows that. <laughs> um, so you kind of, you prefer dudes then? Totally, yeah. So great. Jesus. Awesome. Now, are you, um, you ever done anything with a, uh... Girl? With a, no. Cause, now, are you afraid of girl kisses? Well, see, not necessarily, and I have been kissed before, but I kind of screamed. Really? Yeah. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I kind of freaked out. Yeah, now, did you freak out because it felt too good? Well, I know, I, just, I, just, I didn't see it coming, you know? It was just going around that Hot. I'd never been kissed by a chick before, so one of my friends' chick was like, oh. I'll kiss you. Exactly. And, um. But I was totally sober, and it just didn't work out. Uh, do you think that you would have to then maybe be... Let's get some drinks in here. Drunk or... Well, possibly. I think that, that if anything ever did, you know... It would, you would have to be in some sort probably. of... Probably. Most likely. State. All right, I want everybody to just soak that in for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I want us to look at the, the uh, dark-haired Natalie Portman with great cans. Huge. She's really hot. And um, her needing to be drunk to kiss another girl. Now, let me ask you this. What about just like a simple peck? Like a simple peck, like a like an easy, just like little peck on the lips? Yeah, I'm not going to do that to you, man. Is that, is that okay? Yeah. Would you give a simple peck to Drew then? Yeah. I mean, just... Aww. I'll get the warm fuzzies, but yeah. All right, go ahead and just give everybody, just quiet. Let's focus for a second. <laughs> We're just going to focus. Would you like to be my second? Kiss? <laughs> the second kiss? Mm-hmm. 
Why do I feel like Tom Green from the movie? What was it, Road Trip? Yeah. All right, now you kiss her. All right, hey, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now Drew is uh, attacking. Um, her chesticles. <laughs> uh, that's way too dude of a way to refer to her. Uh, Calm down. Her chesticles? Is that what you call them? What's wrong with you? Now, I noticed that you don't mind being touched by another woman. Now, why is that? Because um, she's thinking of me, Jennifer Portman. What, what's the name of the what's in the, what's her name in the movie in the Star Wars movie? Samantha. Oh no, Princess. in the Star Wars movie, huh? Padme. Amidala. That's her first name is Padme. 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 All right, your name's Padme. Um, Padme D's is what we'll call you. <laughs> Please trust me. I know. I'll be thinking about him later. Um, <laughs> So now that you did that little peck on the kit, um, what if? And this is just a what if. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you know, you know, lip kisses or you know they can be kind of dirty. What if Drew kissed you maybe on like on the neck? Would that be out of line? I'd probably freak out a little bit. You know that's borderline there. No, it's just a, it's just skin. It's like all right. How about I a kiss on the hold on? How about a kiss on the cheek? That, that, that doesn't matter. All right, give her a kiss on the cheek, Drew. Just a quick kiss on the cheek. Oh, see? Now, you see the difference between cheek and neck is, what, three inches? Yeah. <laughs> You're almost there. Maybe on a chunks, so it's like five, six, because yeah. there's a lot more extra. How about just move it's down? basically no How about neck, really? kiss on the jaw? Is jaw okay? All right, quick kiss on the jaw. Right. Go for it, Drew. Just tr- jaw. I'm waiting for you, baby. Let me hear it, too. Let just me hear on you. the jaw? Just on the jaw. <clears throat> What, you want like a big sloppy wet kiss on the no, jaw? No, no, no. just there to really hear? No, just a peck on the jaw. Okay. How's everybody Everybody, go, everybody comfortable? Sorry. <laughs> all right, Lester, I know you're fine. Um, now I think that maybe that we've reached this progression. Two more inches. Just a little kiss on the neck, but like kind of a... like. Let's little, suck on it a little bit. No. Just like get her wet. Just the no, the neck. Obviously the neck, but I do need you to isolate that chunk. <laughs> just tilt your neck over. Tommy, put away your Go knife. Ahead, and um, just just like a little maybe a little hickey or something. A little tongue. I, oh, okay. I... I, I think it's okay. She said, go yeah. ahead, Drew. Well, yeah, I just find it funny that she'll, like, wrestle in food with me, but it comes to, <laughs> oh, like, well. I kiss on the neck, One she day we freaks don't food out. Yet. I thought it was more like, I don't know. All right, hush. Yeah. I don't want you two talking them. amongst I, each other. I love them wrestling in Crystal Burgers. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the food? Where's the food? It's a potluck on Friday night. I'm a foodie. All right. A little kiss. Uh, like, but stay there for a little while, Drew. Yeah. Just, yeah, don't leave. You know, like, you're the... Um, Hang out. Like the newly born alien thing where you're just like stuck on the face. <laughs> but get stuck on her. Uh... All right, go ahead and kiss. Just... Oh. Like, she's got to pull her hair back. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Back up a little bit so I can see it, too. There we go. <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. Um, Hand on the thigh. Yeah, maybe. Put, yeah. <laughs> All right, come on. Behave. That's not the thigh. <laughs> that wasn't quite the thigh. <laughs> All right, just give her a quick little... Uh, Kiss on the neck. Stay there. Stay there. Calm down. <laughs> Relax. Wow. Sorry. What happened? Did somebody break glasses? It tickled. She said. I got a tingle. It Did, was it so? It felt good. 
I thought it was great. Yeah. Now, are you going to come back next week? Sure. I think we should come back next week and we pick up where we left off. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks. We stopped at the neck. We stop at the neck. Next week, we're going to skip all this preliminary stuff. We've been there before. There's no reason to backtrack. Um, like a step-by-step program towards bisexuality for me. Yes. Only in the hideout. Well, and you. it's not only for you, though. If anybody else wants any of these lessons, um, lady-wise. Yeah, 12-step program. I'm, <laughs> I'm not interested in 12 steps. I'm not really even interested in three. I wish we'd already done it already. <laughs> but we'll, we got to save something for next Friday night in the open-door policy. Now, I do want to thank... Everybody who mm-hmm. came out, all of our friends, Zeppelin, Rich, Rich came down from Philly to hang out. Sorry, the weather was so crappy, but um, well, I'm sure you'll be listening on RealRadio.fm when you get back to Philly. Uh, the beautiful ladies from the Diamond Club, and also John for the Diamond Club for making that happen. Let's hear for that. The cable guy, plus the big hands. I really like the people who kept quiet. You guys are my favorite, actually. I, some of you didn't even open your mouths. I love it, only to laugh. All right, see, now you're sitting on her lap, and you guys are cuddling. You kiss her neck now. Give that a try. Yeah, you know what? Maybe you just need to be the aggressor. Kiss yeah. her neck real quick. Go for it. Padme Deese. Let's see you. I'm telling you, she's... Get in there deep. She's so hot. Kiss her neck. No, 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 no. Stay there. Stay there, yeah. For five seconds. Five, five seconds. seconds. All right, all right. Oh, three. <laughs> that was... Hold on, that was three. Two yeah. more. Well, the other one kind of just two put together. You got five, probably. No. I want to hurt you, but like in a good way. I really do, in a very good way. I'm going to go home and hurt myself to the thought of you. All right, here's what we're doing. We are headed out to Latitude. It actually hurts for you? Have I told you sometimes it is? Yeah, you're a violent one. Sometimes I do have violent episodes. Um, here's the deal. We are out of here. Chunks, you okay? Yeah, never been better. <laughs> good job tonight, man. Now everything is cleared up. You're back on our good side. Peanut, hopefully you enjoyed your time here in the hideout. And uh, thank you to everybody who stopped by. We're headed to Latitudes, hurry, uh, hang out with Dirty Jim, and um, we'll see you out there. Uh, don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I'm lazy, I'm fat, I'm lazy, I'm fat, I'm lazy, I'm fat. Oh, Tommy, you're so hot. J-Dubs, you feel so good. J-Dubs, you feel so good. J-Dubs, you feel so good. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I.
be smacking my hoes! Not interested. I don't. Aye, 5,000.